The Angry Chicken is a production of AMove TV. Bookmark AMove.tv for more gaming and esports shows. The Angry Chicken is directly supported by listeners like you via patreon.com slash TAC. podcast about Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. This is the Angry Chicken. Greetings and welcome back, everyone. This is the Angry Chicken. I'm Garrett. He's Dills. She's Joss. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. Oh, boy. What a Tuesday. News came out yesterday, but also today and before the show happened what yeah. what is happening? Wait, they, they, so they put out big news. Was that actually just yesterday? Yeah, uh, nerves so long ago already. Nerves were announced yesterday. We haven't yeah. even had a chance to talk. So okay, Thursday last week, we our shows go out Tuesday, everybody. Which by the way, if you've ever tweeted at us being like, when's the show happening? It's always Tuesday. Always. Every Tuesday. I feel like folks. we mention that pretty often, don't we? Actually, I think we're pretty bad about saying it's Tuesday. We're back with we the probably, new episode. We, we say it at the I end. I think it's at the end, yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, you could say you're Password Fair. at the end of the show, and nobody would hack your stuff. Fair, but you could also—I <laughs> don't know—you would probably notice that every Wednesday morning you have a, a new episode mm, to listen it to. Just magically appears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay, fine, whatever. Whatever the case is, uh, Thursday, freaking solo adventure comes out. Uh, yesterday, nerves announced. Today, buffs announced. Mm. Uh, Something they said they would just wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. They've so many times they've been like, no, that's not. We, we, we would, That's not, not how we do things. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. well, throw that out the window. Yeah. Well, which here, makes here we me are. happy. I, I want yeah. more things thrown out the blizzard window <laughs> because some of the things have been, they've been sticky on for a long time. And I'm like, why? Just why be stubborn about this? Yeah. Why, why keep Kotick around? Just chuck yeah. him out the window. Why die on this hill? You know what I mean? Like, we could just fall, we could all roll down the hill. It's fun. You ever done that? All right. Anyway. <laughs> no, all right. I live in Florida. <laughs> Florida men don't roll down hills. There's no hill to roll down. <laughs> There's no hills, yeah. Well, I guess that's point. called a ditch, and you're rolling into the swamp where you will be promptly eaten by a river crocolisk. Yep, sure. So, <laughs> well done. Yes, yes, we're on brand here, even with our Florida references on the Angry Chicken. We never break the universe we're in, except when we talk about things like The Walking Dead, Star Wars, or Game of Thrones. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so before we even get into news, because there is a lot to talk about, I did not want to just move past the Dalaran mm. Heist, because uh, the Dalaran Heist went live last wait, Thursday. Wait, wait. Or the taco. Yes. Or the taco. Taco first. Which, taco first. <laughs> uh, so since we never announced it on the show, we technically haven't messed up, but we'll just go ahead and tell you the, how the sausage is made. We had a date for taco. Some of our yes. patrons already knew about this, uh, but we kept forgetting to mention it on the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because sometimes yeah, we kept forgetting to bring it up on the show, uh-huh. and so the post was made on the Patreon to like sign up and everything. So that post still matters because that's the link, and this link hasn't changed. People who are patrons can still sign up right now, but we moved the date from what was going to be this weekend to June fifteenth because the, the nerfs we're going to talk about, or the nerfs and buffs, all of that will have come out by June fifteenth. It's going to happen on like the third or something. So uh, we want to give people a chance to play with the new stuff get a chance to have like a week to see how things shake out a little bit. 
and then the taco will happen. So it's going to be, we've got plenty of time now, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't sign up today because you should. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be specialist format, which we'll see yeah, how that goes. <laughs> but, yeah, you'll, you'll get a few more weeks of Grandmasters too to yeah. kind of figure out oh, that's true. how yeah. specialist works and, and maybe, you know, get a couple example decks and things. So I think it's pushing good. it a couple of weeks is good. Yeah. 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 It's, it's good. And I'm glad, I'm glad there's like stuff happening because if we went into the, I was concerned about going to the taco meta with it being what it is now and being like, oh, this is going to take 20 hours, isn't it? Oh, my God, yeah. Warrior on Warrior is the worst. (laughs) Maybe that's not the case now. So uh, there you go. So anyway, June 15th, that's the taco date. All right, let's talk to (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so Thursday, Dalaran Heist came out. Uh, first two chapters. First chapter was free. Second chapter could be purchased for gold, or you could just drop nineteen ninety nine, get yourself the whole damn thing. As usual, when we talk prices on the Angry Chicken, we're talking U.S. Uh, I dropped that nineteen ninety nine. Uh, I did as well. Faster than I could blink after 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 trying this out. I really like the Dalaran heist. Hey, look at that. Solo content. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm really impressed. And apparently uh, people at <laughs> folks at Blizz still listen, I guess, because I heard from some folks last week from Blizz who were like, y'all actually talked about the solo content and you were nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it looks exciting. <laughs> So it was and, a, I, a and the playthrough that I had. So the I went through the mage regular whatever, like the first thing that you just do, and I beat it on the first go, right? The beat like eight bosses or whatever, and then I tried it again on shaman. I think it, I think I did shaman or hunter. I can't remember which one I did, but I didn't beat it. I got to like the sixth or something, and then I tried heroic, and it was like, oh my god, this is crazy. I have not done uh, like anything else since. But like the the three things that I did, I like it had a good time the entire time, and I was like at the end of losing to heroic, I was like, okay, I want to push the button now again, and that's not a feeling I had in any of the last stuff. Bartender Bob is my favorite guy. <laughs> time you go to Bartender Bob, uh, you have to raise your glass and you know have a drink with him, and yeah, it's just like all of it is just so well designed. There's like a there's like a real like roguelike card game with cards I already know and enjoy. And then a bunch of new crazy stuff thrown in. It's great. It's so good. They did a really, really good job with it. I'm very happy. Yeah, I did uh, the first. I did the first two wings. So I did the first one with the little. Oh my god, I love the little flame guy. The like the mage hero. Oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just he's so adorable. I love him. Uh, so I did that for the first wing. The second wing I did with shaman, and it was definitely harder. The mage one was quite easy in comparison. I know it was the first wing versus the second wing, but like, man, oh, shaman is—you really gotta gotta plan a lot and be careful with what you do when you actually get a chance to go to the bartender. It's like, okay, wait, <laughs> like, what am I doing here? Because it's really gonna matter. Shaman's just hard. Well, the um, and the um, the minion that comes out of the vault being like randomized but coming out based on its mana cost is a really really sweet mechanic and something like you mm-hmm. like check it out at the beginning and then i was kind of disappointed remember we talked about oh there's just random minions they're not always someone who would be imprisoned in violet hold or something like that but it turns out the way it works because of the mana thing so if you get a weaker minion it comes out earlier so you can kind of plan out like okay i'm gonna have a tempo like burst early then i'm gonna have to prepare to deal with this massive thing that they're gonna make you know it's it's 
adds a lot. Yeah, it really does change uh, my my plan most of the time, right? Like, I mean, sometimes you just get kind of a whatever minion that pops pretty early, and you're just like, oh, cool, well, I just get an extra minion. Uh, but a lot of times, you're right. It does kind of change your game plan. You got to hold cards and stuff. So, Josh, did you beat both uh, chapters? I did, yeah. I beat both chapters, and then I went into Heroic on uh, just for the first chapter, and I got to the... I died on the seventh boss as Mage, and it was because it was the um, it was the druid with that hero power to make the two two treants with taunt. But in heroic, she makes two 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 treants with taunt. So it's just like it's token druid on freaking steroids. Yeah. And you I have just, to have some insane like because you know you end up getting crazy stuff too. Like yeah, you do, you do. Powerful. But you have to have but like I a know. million board wipes. I think I had the same one, and it was ridiculous. yeah. And I uh, yeah, so I didn't have any board wipes. I had. Um, I had lots of minions, but I also picked... And, and the thing I will say, I think the reason... There's two reasons why I'm enjoying Dalaran Heist more than other single-player content in the past. And the first reason is I feel like the treasures are random, but in a cool, interesting way. And it's like... I don't, I, it's so hard to explain, but like I took the, the power that... Uh, I think it's Togwaggle's Dice. That randomize the cost of things. That's the best head. one. It's yes. so bananas. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think I got like a one mana Frostlich Jaina, and mm. I was like, "This seems good." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, when, if you take that, you just like just take the biggest cards in every single yep. set because mm-hmm. you end up at some point they go down to like two or one or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hell yeah, it's and it's just fun, right? It's just like you're like. Rolling the dice every turn. You're like, am I going to get to play this huge thing? Yeah. And then you do. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. Uh, so it, it feels like because of when the random effect happened with the dice, because it's at the end of your turn, it's like you can really plan on what you're going to do. And whatever you draw doesn't get randomized. So you're always going to have whatever card you draw have its like natural cost. So I like, I don't know. I also. Just to see what it did, I picked the uh, wondrous wisdom ball. I was going to ask whatever. if you got that one. Yeah, Kandar's oh. head in the in the crystal ball. So good. <laughs> I so I you can go see this on stream. I don't stream. People know this. I I was enjoying this so much. I actually turned on the stream and just played it. And it was my second time playing it. So I was in chapter two. I'd already done chapter one. And <laughs> going through and wondrous wisdom ball comes up. So folks, if you haven't found. The freaking wondrous wisdom ball. Uh, you get it, and if you're a, a WoW player, it's freaking Kagar's head in his floating wondrous wisdom ball. And it just says that he gives helpful advice. And I'm sitting there on stream, I'm just like, what the hell does that mean? Do I get a Kadgar clippy to help me make plays for the rest of the run? Because <laughs> right? that's what I thought it meant. And because for the memes, uh, I picked it. Uh, turns out, no, Kadgar just lets you cheat. It's well, most of the time, most of the <laughs> yeah, every now and then he screws you. It's not always good. Yeah, it's not always good because like I so I drew a minion and he's like, let me help you with that. And like he changed the cost of my loot hoarder from two to eight. I was like, mm. Kadgar. Yeah, okay. he does, yeah, he does some weird stuff. It is very yeah. worth mentioning, though, that most of his effects are better are, are good for you. Um but yeah. Oh, for sure. And then like I, so another uh, really interesting treasure was the, oh shoot, I can't remember now. Uh, but it's like the, basically the 50 damage bomb you put in, in the opponent's oh, deck. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen people like draw that early and just like 
play it and then they immediately draw it. It's a, oh, yeah. uh, it's a flyby. You shuffle a Kadoom flyby, bot. Yeah. A Kadoom bot into your yes. opponent's deck. <laughs> the one I really so, like. Uh, so I cast that and then Cadgar popped up and was like, let's try that again. And then he cast the bomb again. And then the next turn, the opponent drew the bomb. I'm like, I'm going to pretend that that was Cadgar. You did that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten Emerald Goggles? Because that's the one that makes the leftmost card in your hand cost two less. No, I haven't. And you can get some really silly stuff with that as well. If you if you find that and you also find... Uh, I'm, I have this open. I'm trying to find it. The Scepter of Summoning, which is the passive that makes your mm. minions that cost five or more cost five. If you find those in the same run, it's delightful. <laughs> it's You can just ah, oh, just unload just so much junk onto the board. It's wonderful. But yeah, so I feel like for, for whatever reason, the treasures this time around seem more cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, a little crazier, but crazy in a fun, good way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also worth mentioning that you and I just like didn't even touch uh, Rastakhan's Rumble, so it's also been no. a while since we played this style of content. But there's so many more layers in this version of a solo adventure uh, that really just yeah. make it more interesting. It's mm-hmm. not going to be something that I'm going to spend the majority of my Hearthstone time on, but I'm just going to every now and then just feel the want to press that button and play stuff. And the fact that like I'm progressing and things are going to be different, you know, 10 runs from now and things like that. Uh, that's really cool because, it, like I said, like I want to have a Hearthstone thing that I can do on my phone when I don't feel like I can reliably play, a, you know, an actual full game on ladder. And it often makes me not play Hearthstone, right? And this is like mm-hmm. perfect type of thing where each time I go through it, it's different. And I, have, I feel like I have a reason to do it. Also, getting some actual packs again was nice. <laughs> well, for Even me, though I paid for them technically, but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, uh, the second thing that I liked about the heist over the other stuff that we've done in the past is because it's like combined with the um, like adventure wing sort of style... I do very much feel like even just having it broken down like that, like there's more to do. And like you mentioned, progression deals. It really feels like I'm progressing something and I have something to work towards, both from just like getting the little crown on each of the different classes saying that, you know, I've beat it with that class, which is unique to each different um, chapter. But then also on top of that, you have the starter decks and the hero powers that you can also work towards by doing different activities. So like the mage one is um, playing elementals and freezing minions give you different hero powers and different decks. So it's like I'm as I'm doing my runs, even though I beat it on mage, I'm going to want to unlock my other hero powers because those hero powers might actually serve me better when I'm trying to beat heroic. Like it just feels like there's like more stuff that I'm doing and working through and stuff. And even as I said that, I'm like, wait a minute, but the unlocks are separate heroic from normal. So, but it just like, it's, it's more stuff that I feel like I'm checking boxes. Like I'm like, I'm doing a quest in Hearthstone. And like, even though like it doesn't reward anything outside of, you know, a different starter deck or whatever, I'm not getting packs or gold or whatever. It's still giving me something to work towards, which I'm really, really enjoying and makes me, like you say, want to keep pressing that button. Which well, I yeah, did like once you dungeon beat run. Dungeon Run with, you know, Paladin, you never press the Paladin button ever again, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact that, like, you do stuff and then it's like, okay, you're this far into this quest mm-hmm. and, you know, th- like, you're unlocking new experiences for the same class, essentially, in the same wing. It's really interesting because you can go back in and then try a different 
like I'll oh this last time I selected the dice and this time I'll select this and this time I'll <laughs> try this out and it, it doesn't feel like if I don't then beat it I wasted my time right like yeah, I actually yeah. was still moving forward in my total progression and I was experimenting and I was just having fun right mm-hmm. yeah the way it should feel man it, it really it really sucked to feel like I just wasted my time because I got to the eighth boss and then de- and didn't beat it and was just like oh well I don't want to do it again now right yeah <laughs> never losing feel. feels. A lot better than he used to, which is sounds kind of silly, but it, it it's important. I think that that feeling. It is. Um, and it really, by the way, the eighth boss is significantly harder than like what I talked about before. That, that it jump still is. Seven to eight. It is a very big jump, yeah. but it's okay to lose this time, right? Whereas yeah. before the the, the more first wing doesn't seem as bad, but the second wing it seems like from seven to eight. There's the same old like big jump in difficulty from seven to eight, but uh, yeah, it's 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 not as as bad now this it really just checks that completionist box for me that none of the others ever did because before i was just like i don't care about a hero portrait or a card back even threw arthas at me and it wasn't enough like Mm. like, arthas was fun though if i would suggest definitely like poke away at that one well okay maybe maybe i will maybe because now i'm kind of in the headspace for this type of content maybe i should should go back but uh (laughs) yeah i really i really dig this um like i said last week i I was thinking that my recent kind of falling in back in love with with starcraft co-op would kind of lead me to liking this morning and it did um i think they can go even deeper Uh, like i'm hoping that they add even more layers going forward for, for future solo adventures like this. Cause I'm looking at all these unlocks and I'm like, can I have starter treasures? Can there just be a big pool of starter treasures that I can unlock and I get one? Maybe they're not as powerful as the random treasures, but something that again has this, these, these passive modifiers for me are really what like get me excited about playing this mode. Cause I'm like, Oh man, this just l- lets me break the game in some really interesting ways. Uh, so I kind of want, I want this weird like pile of, of passive modifiers that I can start with that. I know I'm going to get to start my run with. Um, and, and that's exciting for me. I, when I start like going with, oh, you know what would be cool with? That's when I know it, it has its hooks in me. And I haven't had that thought about single player uh, recently. I've just been grumpy about it. So I'm stoked. I'm, I'm really pleased with this. Well, we should also mention to you that like uh, some of the problems that we had with like the Dungeon Run content is still in here. Like we were talking about how... Um, if you build your deck the wrong way, even though you do have a chance to to mix things around with the bartender, which you didn't used to have, but um, the you since you don't get to see the bosses ahead of time, yeah. you still have that same problem of like you may not be ready for the thing that's coming. Uh, so I, there is still a little bit of that, but uh, and I, I'm yeah. I don't I'm, know. Yeah, if I do I'll, think it'd be fun if it would show you just maybe the last boss at the beginning, like mm. who you're ultimately gonna fight yeah and then like that last boss is like you must defeat my minions first like yeah (laughs) yeah that would be like like taunting like the lich king taunted you all the way through wrath Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the thing that happened apparently <laughs> I'm, I'm currently torn between what i want more that what you're describing is like like I, I either really want to know what the final boss is going to be or i want my selections of cards to wait what i'm gonna get next uh, more like if I grab mechs the first time, I want more mechs. Uh, because sure, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I feel like if they did both, it would just be too easy. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like you need to do one or the other, and I, I, I'm not sure which one I want more. But right now, I, I think I'm almost leaning towards I just want more card synergy because you're picking cards after every boss, and mm-hmm. it, it just seems to me like it'd be kind of fun. Like if you really just got to uh, just 
double down on whatever absurd thing you're trying to build. Um, in a way, it, I guess it shares some um, some of the conversations we've had with Arena in the past of like, boy, it would yeah. it'd be nice if if I could take that Murloc. Knowing I'm gonna get, Mur- but I may I may grab three Murlocs in uh, in Dalaran Heights and never have Murlocs offered to me again. So that's 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 one thing. But uh, overall, I'm just I'm stoked as can be. It is uh, I'm be honest, the only Hearthstone I've played, and I have played a lot of it since Thursday. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of check boxes next to a lot of things so far in the Dalaran Heights. Which is good. And I mean, I'm curious to see how much I'll play it like once I actually have unlocked everything, like once I've completed it all with all the heroes and I've unlocked all their decks and stuff, then like, will is this content that I'll go back to or not? But I think that the fact that it costs money is actually okay because of not only the packs that I'm getting, but like this bite-sized piece of gameplay is awesome. Like I'm having a really good time in it. And even if, quote unquote, all I do is go through each wing, defeat it with each class, unlock two decks, or sorry, three decks and two hero powers per? Like, I mean, and there's five wings. Like, that is so much content. <laughs> it is, and it's fun. And it, it, it doesn't feel too repetitive, like, like we've, mm-hmm. been, we've been saying. And it's going to feel... And, and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about unlocking classes along the way, but now I really like it because honestly, I've replayed quite a bit with the three classes that are available to us at the beginning here, and I've had a lot of fun. And this Thursday, uh, the amount of classes I can play are going to double. And mm-hmm. I'm also getting another chapter, and I'm really excited for it. Um, I've never been stowed for solo content before. I'm legitimately looking forward to it, and I'm just, I'm just pleased. So. Uh, Hatchkum on the chat room says uh, nine heroes, three hero powers, four starter decks, five chapters on two difficulties is uh, 1,080 completed runs. <laughs> also, I don't think uh, there's also the um, oh, what's the what's what's the terminology they use? There's also the way to play with the weird with the weird extra added twist. Oh, yeah. Like the tavern brawl anomaly type thing. Anomaly I can't mode. Re- oh, anomaly. Yeah, yeah. Anomaly. There's also anomaly mode. Um, so there's there's quite mm-hmm. a bit to play there so um just hats off team five if this is the future of solo content cool yeah. well someone in chat is mentioning that you're getting less for 1999 than you would if you're talking just pack wise which i completely like that's fine if you're only looking at that is the thing you're buying for 1999 but if i'm only concerned about packs then i spend my 1999 on packs right yeah i'm getting that's not what this is play, you know, <laughs> yeah yeah you can so, go do that yeah. you can go buy those packs for 1999 but if yeah if you're interested in solo play at all uh this is yeah. significantly better uh, in my mm-hmm. opinion than previous solo entries uh and has melded together i think the dungeon run and the old school adventures in a really interesting way mm-hmm. so yeah again it's like if you're yeah, only concerned no standard and cards and stuff yeah, sure. It's not for you, but um, you know, I I personally am like, if spend money on making a good solo adventure, and yeah, it's worth money. You you're a company yeah. that is making a game to make money. I why am I mad about that? If you're actually giving me something I like, so yeah, there's. Still I would rather I'd rather pay money. I'd rather pay money for something like this each expansion. Then I like would get, crap. <laughs> yeah, then I would to get like dungeon run again. Like yeah. if they just gave me free dungeon run, I'd be like, well, same like what I did with Rustcon. I didn't even yeah. touch that single player. It was mm-hmm. the same and it wasn't good. Yeah. But I'm, this uh, is uh, voting with different. your non-play time is I know. part of the reason that I did this, right? <laughs> like we got to get Joss back. 
Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did the impossible. They made uh, all three of us talk kindly uh, about mm-hmm. a solo adventure. So mm-hmm. good on you, Hearthstone. Good job, team. Just just congrats. And I, I know that I, a lot of folks that uh, we talked to on the team were really proud of the solo adventure. And uh, I see why. I get it now. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, there's that's just the beginning of the show. There's nerfs to talk about. There's buffs. But before we get to that, let's thank our, uh, one of our sponsors today. Away Luggage, they're back sponsoring this episode of The Angry Chicken. Uh, you can check out their fine selection of luggage over at awaytravel.com slash TAC20. Uh, go check them out. Also, uh, remember the code TAC20 because, uh, well, you get $20 off. You get $20 off. I will, do, I will say that again because that's how sponsor reads work. I'll tell you now, too. Anyways, if you haven't heard us rave about Away, uh, we like them uh, not just because it's they're just really high-quality luggage. It's surprisingly lightweight for how rugged it is, and it just glides like it's on freaking air. I love all of that. But both of their carry-ons, the carry-on and the bigger carry-on, have internal batteries for charging. So if you're burning your devices uh, dead because you're playing, well, the Dalaran heist so much, uh, cool. Your luggage that you're traveling with can now, can now charge your phone for you, can now charge your, your tablet for you. I've even uh, used one of those USB uh, converters to charge my Switch before because I was playing some Pokemon. I, it, it's just really not convenient. To mention you can, not to mention you can take it out, which is something that Dills blew my mind with the last time we did this read. You like you don't have to plug it. You didn't know that? Wow. No. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, no, someone didn't read their instructions when they got there. No. No. Someone <laughs> definitely did not. Yeah, it, it's, I'm wheeling my my suitcase around the house like an idiot. Yeah, you just, you just poke it. That's you why you call this smoosh technology out. because you didn't read that they specifically call it smash technology. In the, in the book. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's great. It's just super convenient. I'm the type of person. I like to go find a quiet corner. I go find a terminal where there's no plane there and get away from people. And uh, now I can just sit wherever I want in the airport and charge my device, play some games. It's, I really like it. They also have TSA approved combination lock and interior pressure system. So you can push the air out and fit even more stuff in your bag. Free shipping within the 48 lower states, 100 day return policy and a lifetime warranty. On top of all this, you can get $20 off a suitcase when you go to awaytravel.com slash TAC20 and use the promo code TAC20 during checkout. We thank them for their support. We thank you for using that URL and code. Now, let's get into what will be the rest of the show. Good news, everyone. We were already stoked here at the Angry Chicken when yesterday Team 5 announced that nerfs are coming to Hearthstone this Wednesday and focused extremely heavily, almost laser focused on the rogue class. I feel like almost all of these were like things we talked about. Yep. <laughs> yep. Literally on the show where we talked about nerfs that we'd like to see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like these exact cards. I, also, we weren't alone. This was. No, no, it's not like we were the only, yeah, I'm not saying we're special, you know, out of the millions of people playing Hearthstone, we were the only ones who cracked the code that Rogue was too powerful, but uh, it was like, these were the cards, like, I was like, yeah, I hope they do this and this and this, and I'm like, holy crap, they did this and this and this, (laughs) what? Yep. Also, Garrett, your Elysiana graphics backwards. Oh, is it? It went from 8 to 9. So here's how today went. I'm in Photoshop <laughs> working on this, and then 18 card buffs got announced. I started working a little faster, okay? So 
it's totally fine. I just want to clarify for anyone watching the video. Alicia on up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other way around. Other way yeah. around. <laughs> but uh, let's start with Evil Miscreant. Uh, nothing is changing for Evil Miscreant except for uh, the Miscreant's health. Going from five health down to four health. Mm-hmm. That's I, I, one of the suggestions that I, in fact, made was because I think the miscreant is like what it does, giving you the lackeys. That's the thing, right? The yeah. fact that it also has this disgusting body that's stronger than everyone. Well, that sounded weird. The fact that it has this disgustingly powerful. <laughs> look at that miscreant. Don't you shame evil miscreant, body. okay? <laughs> that's just what kobolds look like. The miscreant is going to the gym uh, yeah, every day. As far as kobolds go, he's disgusting. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but you know, it's like the fact that it can always stick around. Uh, you know, beyond where it should and just poke away at like totems and one ones and tokens and blah, blah, blah. It was just like, that's dumb. It already yeah. gave you two lackeys, which and are really freaking good. Why I was is gonna it say, and it's, you know? it's synergized well too, right? If it sticks sure. around, you could potentially evolve it or give it more attack. So, well, dude, yeah. playing it on like turn whatever, five, six, seven, and immediately giving it plus one and rush, like it, it, it yeah. even kills something and sticks around. Mm. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, this is, I think, a solid change. I could have even seen it be a 1-3 and it would have been fine, but I think I see where they're going with these changes where they're like, we're tweaking, we're not smashing this button. Had one of these other two rogue changes not happened, I would have been like, this screen should be a 1-3. This isn't a big enough change, but (laughs) other cards are getting kicked in the teeth. Mm -hmm. So I think this is fine. This is okay. I'm I'm a fan of the change. The next change is, uh, is rating party, a card I mentioned last week. I think all three of us mentioned it, <laughs> but, uh, it's being nerfed. It's going from three mana up to four mana to draw your two pirates and your waggle pick. This card kind of got double nerfed by the way, because of the next yeah. card prep that we haven't talked about yet, but, um, which was needed. I think sure. if they no, weren't going to change uh, dread Corsair, then, both of yeah. these in tandem had to happen. This allows Waggle Pick and Dread Corsair and Captain Greenskin and all that stuff to just be fine again, right? Yeah. Whereas before they were they were gross and stupid and just completely ridiculous. And now it's like, okay, all those cards are back to being normal because we took the card that was enabling them to be disgusting and we've made it now maybe a card you don't even play. I'm not sure, actually, because of the prep nerf, if this card goes in to the rogue decks anymore or if we go a different direction with rogue. Yeah. Like, you mean... Prep or rating party, you're not sure. What's that? You mean prep uh, or rating party, you're not sure. Probably you still play prep just because of all the other spells. Yeah, but I'm thinking I'm, rating party, you might not party. play anymore. And you might, like Rogue might go, go down the High Sparing Togwaggle road, not the Leroy Jenkins just I kill you road. Right? They might become more of a value style deck with less pirates. Right. Um, so so prep, uh, since we have mentioned it for the audio listeners, uh, the next value cast this turn now costs two less down from three. So you're only getting a two mana discount by casting preparation versus the three mana discount that we have had since the dawn of Hearthstone time. It's an uh, innervate for spells that can only be, like that doesn't stack, right? So like you can't, you used to be able to like double innervate out crazy stuff, right? You can essentially innervate out one spell which means that you'll still get like free saps free mm-hmm. eviscerates all that kind of stuff but you will no longer get like free fan free raiding party uh you could still use it to play myra's unstable for now three instead of two there's still it's still a good card and i still think you play it because mana cheating is one of the most powerful things you can do in hearthstone uh it's just now like brings all that other stuff in the line so yeah it's I've heard 
people say that they didn't like this because they would rather just go get Hall of Fame. But I, my whole my whole argument against that was it's a problem in Wild too. Like why just shove it into Wild like we did with Baku and Gen? Why not just fix it and then it can still be a card forever? It's fine. <laughs> I, don't know. I like the prep change. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I, I like I don't think I would have been unhappy if I went to went to uh, the Hall of Fame, but I also like this change too, and it's sticking around because it is a bit of a backbone. Like if we're not, there's a certain point where I feel like the line has to be drawn. We we're not with this. Did not come the announcement that classic and uh, basic cards are getting completely changed, and they're going to redo the whole set and whatnot. So if that's going to be the case, certain cards do need to stick around, and I think prep is one of them. Uh, but. Well, yeah, if, if, if we're never going to rotate classic and basic cards, what we need to do is bring the ones that are ridiculous in line so that when new cards come out, they actually go into decks. Like, if if forever and ever and ever prep is in every single rogue deck, forever and ever and ever, then that's a problem, right? But if we can bring the OP cards in line and then new cards actually get to go into decks, that's then I guess I'll be okay with the whole classic never going away thing. But, like, if always prep is just this card that's so crazy good that no matter what cards they put out in rogue you just know that you're throwing preps in your deck right like we've seen mages that don't run fireball we've seen mages that don't run frostbolt those cards are really freaking good but like they're actually in line with stuff where you build archetypes that then don't need that thing anymore but you can't and also they mentioned it in the in the thing it opens up design space where we can make spell like they made raiding party in a world where prep was making it free and that was a problem and you know, I, I'm sure they learned a little bit of a lesson there, and now they can actually make they could make a card like Rating Party in the next set, and it wouldn't be instantly broken. Yeah, although seeing as Rating Party's cost also went up in addition to a prep nerf, <laughs> clearly it wasn't wasn't the only uh, wasn't the only issue. But it's, I just yeah. find this hilarious because it's kind of like, well, the price of gas went up. Also, your car is magically less efficient now; it's less miles per gallon. Kilometers. Yeah, it's 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 like I think all three of these changes work really well together. They make Rogue now have to look at the build, and I think we're going to see variety in the Rogue class, whereas we weren't really before. Um, I know, you know, I said, oh, I just tried out the Rogue shell and put in whatever, but the Rogue shell was the Rogue shell, and like every single version of it played that exact same thing. Now we can actually mess around and try different stuff, right? So yeah, I, I hope so because it feels like we've been like bouncing back and forth between miracle and tempo forever now, with maybe a little pirate rogue thrown in there. And and the other thing that was mentioned by a lot of people is um, that warrior was so popular because it like beat rogue. Now with rogue maybe not being so meta defining, maybe warrior becomes less popular. And maybe all these other archetypes suddenly open up um, and we get a much more diverse meta, which the, the meta was not undiverse or whatever. It, there was a lot going on, but like there was definitely this top two, right? They were just kind of like holding everybody else down a little bit. And if we can open up the space underneath and everybody can like rise up and meet and, you know, and there's like a middle ground here, like there will definitely always still be a number one deck. But now I think there's room. This maybe makes the specialist format a lot more interesting too. So yeah, yeah, I've been I've been watching a little bit of it, um, which I have to say I like that it's up on YouTube as matchups, so I can just be like, "Ooh, you look interesting. You look interesting. You look interesting." Um, but overall, I'm not loving it as much. It's a little already mm-hmm. feels pretty pretty stale. Unless you go watch Kalenta uh, Kalenta versus Orange, and I won't spoil that. 
or not uh Kalanto, uh hunter ace that was a good that was a really good matchup uh go watch that series but uh anyways we're done with rogue so miscreant rating party preparation all nerfed one more card left and since we're talking about specialists makes sense that this is the last one we're going to talk about which is archivist Alessiana. i switched the arrow for you video watchers i switched it <laughs> So fancy? Uh, yeah, just pointed it the other direction. <laughs> so, uh, Elysiana is going from eight mana up to nine mana. Same health, same attack, same battle cry. Discover your five cards, replace your deck with two copies of each. Working the so same way. The idea here is that you can't then bounce it with Baleful Banker or Youthful Brewmaster and play it over and over again <clears throat> in a match. And yes. I know a lot of people uh, have been bringing up their super smart hot take of, but what if I'm on the coin? That yeah. means the <laughs> coin guy is going to have the advantage, and I'm like, I'm not even putting a nine mana card in my deck on the basis that 50% of my games, I will have the coin. That means the other 50%, I don't have it. So now I have a useless card in my deck. No, it's just not happening. Like this isn't going to happen guys. Don't worry. <laughs> well, listen, people listen. are just not going to play Elysiana and the Baleful. They'll, they'll just either play the Elysiana or they won't. <laughs> That's what's I think. They'll, I think it'll still see play. Like I think it will too. It's just not going to, the, the, the bouncers are gone. Like yeah. I, I, you won't put that card in your deck just because of the 50% of the time you'll get the coin and also be up against another Lysiana warrior who's not got the coin. Like, that's just, I'm sorry. You're not well, doing The thing it. is, though, like, there's a, there's a lot of potentially good targets, though. Baleful Banker, specifically for shuffling more cards in your deck, doesn't necessarily have to hit Elysiana in order to get value. So Brewmasters, I agree, probably gone, but Bankers, I think, will probably still see play because there is that coin flip of you potentially being able to get, like, the dream combo, which is, like, Elysiana coin Banker, but Banker has a lot more use as well. So I think it'll still be included, possibly in secondary and tertiary decks, but I, I do think that this will still see play. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, maybe only specialist mode, but I, I am going to put my money on, on Banker is now just gone from the deck. And it's definitely not in a ladder version of the deck. Uh, also, even in, the, in that dream scenario you just presented, that means you have to hold the coin all the way until turn 10 for this one specific matchup where you actually got lucky in coin flip to have the coin. Like, I yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, that's why secondary I think honestly, tertiary. like with the rogue nerfs too, that the, the warrior mirror matches isn't going to be a thing anymore in specialists. So it's not like people are going to be building their strategies around this exact thing, right? Or I can beat the rogue and then I have to be able to beat the other guy who's trying to beat the rogue. Yeah. There's going to be like mages. There's going to be, you know, all, all sorts Hunter. of yeah, other I think mages and hunters is going to be the direction that this goes. That yeah. I mean, the specialist goes. I think it's going to be mages and hunters. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to be that lousy jerk that doesn't pick a side and say it's really. I I see Elysiana is kind of difficult to judge um, because of how up yeah. in the air uh, this nerf to rogue I think kind of makes everything else. But um, well, I, I think if you're playing control warrior, you're still playing Elysiana. Or you're playing Mechathune, which might also be the, the direction that they go in, right? Um, you're, you're still going to have some sort of a win condition that is either like uh, Mechathune and win that way. Boy, or I don't know if I like that better. <laughs> I don't like Mechathune. I really hate losing to Mechathune. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd rather lose to Mechathune than lose to you getting... 20 more cards in your deck and i just have to like watch you do that I I mean, if, if it's if it's <laughs> it's predicated on the fact that you're running a deck that you probably lost a lot more times with because you're hoping to get the coin i'm like okay i got unlucky but you're probably not climbing as fast as i am 
Well, the other thing too about Megathune is Megathune has legit like 200 IQ play rounds, which are really satisfying when you can do them, right? Like you can, you can exhaust their, so one of the ways that warrior does the Megathune is they discount it and then they shield slam their own Megathune. So you can, if you can peel all their armor, they can't shield slam their own Megathune. And then you can just maybe never play a minion that they can suicide their Megathune into, right? Like there's cool stuff you can do, but Elysiana, you're just like, I just watch you draft another deck. And then I just am at the mercy of whatever Elysiana gave you. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather be able to play around stuff than not. So, like, I well, like a thin thing. Personally. Yeah, that's why I didn't enjoy watching particularly a lot of the NA matches because they were a ton of Warrior Mirrors. And it just seemed like the winning t- or the winning player was very much decided on either the cards that they got from Elysiana or where the bombs happened to land in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like... If they were they able to Elysiana weigh the bombs too, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, so that like, I don't know, just watching the games, I was just like, oh, this doesn't, I don't necessarily feel like the better player won. And that's just like, doesn't feel good. <laughs> Sure, but I, I actually would love to see like Purple break these matchups down because Purple was talking on his stream the other day about how in Control Warrior mirror matches, he has like a 90% win rate. So he's like, he's like, I think everybody thinks that it's complete RNG fiesta, you know, fiesta because that all they see is the very end when it be, kind of becomes that. Mm-hmm. But what they don't see is like that all these plays that didn't seem to matter all did matter, but you didn't notice that they mattered because both players were at like 50 health. But like, it's just who kind of put themselves in the better position at the end actually did win more often. It's just, it's so hard to actually break that down. And as a viewer, it makes no sense. The casters aren't breaking it down that way. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're like just memeing each other because they don't know what else to do. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't make for like interesting like gameplay to watch but i think if we had somebody like analyzing it in the way that purple seems to analyze it while he's playing these matchups it might be really insane and just like masterful performances by one or the other Mm -hmm. but it's uh it's just funny because it just looks like you know it looks like both teams didn't really do anything and then at the end you know they had a shoot off a shootout or whatever yeah (laughs) all bounced around funny for one guy and it didn't for the other. I, that's what it looks like anyway. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling underneath there's a lot of strategy going on. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't translate. Overall, I'm kind of looking at this like if this if this shifts like our, our, our hesitation and our issues with the game to esports and not with our game at home, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, because I'm oh, really... yeah, I'm definitely talking about like specialist esport grandmaster stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> think you weren't. Um, I just we hadn't really talked about that yet. But but to me, a lot of my concerns with this is more on the esports side of things. I'm like, whatever. I don't play competitively. Like, yeah, it stings because I'd like to watch Hearthstone. But uh, I do think that this is just a, a net positive for our games at home. So I yeah, like all of these changes lot. are great. Uh, they could have made a few more. I don't mind that they didn't, but. They made I'm good ones that they did. So really, really shocked that they didn't change Doctor Boom. Like really shocked. Yeah, I think that they they might they might be happy with where Doctor Boom is. I know it's like the best card in that deck, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, with the buffs, when it's played on curve. It sucks. With the buffs, yeah. I feel like maybe they didn't want to mess with them because they've got the some mech buffs coming to warrior mechs. And oh, that's true. Yeah. The, all, okay, we yeah. when we get to the buffs, they clearly. 
Yeah, they buffed Max. So like, in their yeah. mind, right? granted, so, Max, yeah. that weren't seeing play, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I could but also see. I think, that. But I think they're trying to give like the other decks a chance to now beat this control warrior, whereas before it was just like control warrior versus control warrior. So I don't know. Yeah, it. it there's people that talked about some other things like make conjures calling cost four. Um, some others, but I think they're trying to just open up the meta, right? Not, mm. not literally just buff all the cards that are singularly problematic. This is like a meta changing nerf more than just a, this card needs to be, get nerfed. This card needs to get nerfed. They like very specifically targeted rogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We mentioned Hunter and Mage multiple, multiple times here as our, probably our favorites for, for being the, the popular climbing picks after these changes uh stargazer on our patron discord uh said that they wondered if nomi priest is going to die as a result of these nerfs because it does struggle if uh against hunter and mage and if they rise in prominence then nomi priest is going to have a bad time <laughs> yeah nomi priest had a bad time anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was looking at all its win rates and like everything is just around 50 or slightly under. it's a unique deck it's a hard deck to play though too it's but like, yeah, it is it's, really hard <laughs> it's got the topsy-turvy type effect going on i think where the average your average player may have a little bit of a problem guiding that deck so. yep yep so uh anyways before we talk about buffs let's thank our other sponsor for today's episode which is harry's just been sponsoring our show for what seems like uh, ever now because uh, if I'm not mistaken Harry's was our first ever sponsor and is still sponsoring the show so you should go to harrys.com slash TAC right now if for no other reason then uh, Harry's is the reason you don't have to look at my disgusting neck beard if you ever watch the video <laughs> version of the angry chicken and uh, that's mine too oh uh, <laughs> I fig- I, you know I just assumed it was because you're blonde I can't see it no. <laughs> oh no it's all Harry's <laughs> We're all big, uh, we're all big fans. Uh, Dale's, uh, I'm assuming keeping it in your, uh, in your, keeping a Harry's razor in your shower next to your toothbrush. Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I eat, I drink beer in my shower, I walk <laughs> TV in there, and I brush my teeth. I do all those things. I'm done with the beer. I basically, get up and then Dale's I take the newspaper. In your shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make all my morning phone calls, answer some emails, all done in the shower. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I've, I mean, I've talked about before, and I'll mention it again that uh, Harry's converted me from the electric razor. It's just super smooth. Mm-hmm. I love their shave gel. I really like the way it smells. I smell good after it. Uh, I, it it's just super smooth, not irritating. And for the summer months, I really like that uh, that trimmer blade. You know, you gotta you gotta take care yeah. of of weird pieces of hair that grow up further out of your well, shirt line than you expect problem. them to. I always have a problem getting like the mustache area around my nose to like. Be nice, and then this little area, uh, right on the side of my mouth, underneath the mouth. You know what I mean? No, oh, if you're one of yeah, if you're like because your yeah. beard grows in like mine, where you have like the bald skin yeah, uh, on patches, either side like, of your soul patch. Yeah. yeah, but you get the random yeah, yeah the the random hairs that are just rebelling against your soul patch. You're like, well, you mm-hmm. got to get out of there. You're inconsistent, and the trimmer blade's perfect for that. So go yeah, check them out. Style. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you can redeem a trial set by going to Harry's.com/tac. It's a thirteen dollar value. Uh, it comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. You get their weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, and that trimmer blade we were just talking about. Uh, their rich lathering shave gel. It, it smells really good. Uh, you know, just when you get it, pop it open, just give it a quick sniff, uh, tweet at me, at Garrett Art, and uh, you tell me it's not the best smelling shave, shave, shave gel. You also get a travel blade ch- cover, so you can take it with you. 
Also, Away was another sponsor today. This all just works together. Throw it in your white luggage. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. Throw it in your luggage and go. <laughs> I actually have one in my luggage, in my shower, um, my bathroom sink, my kitchen sink. I got a hair <laughs> all over the place. Yep. So, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you, don't, you don't shave your apples when you're washing them, Jocelyn? No, no, I definitely okay. do not. All right. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're making garnishes for drinks there, Dills? What you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know you know, the, the, that trimming blade is real good for like making sweet little uh, zest. <laughs> do you forget? You know? Do you forget your potato peeler? Well, Harry's has got you covered. Anyways, <laughs> uh, go check them out. Listeners of the Angry Chicken, you can redeem your trial set over at Harry's.com/tac. Again, that's Harry's.com/tac to redeem your offer and let them know Tax sent you to help support the show. We thank them for their support. We thank you all for listening. And uh, now we've got a lot of buffs to talk about. Uh, Eighteen buffs in total. 18 cards are getting buffs and I just want to I had to I had to pump my brakes a little bit t- uh, today because I was about to come into the show I'm like buffs for the first time ever and then I started seeing some conversation around uh, around the Twitter sphere and the reddit and I'm like oh that's right we technically have seen buffs in the past but it's been a long time y'all <laughs> um, the exceptions are things uh, like nerfs getting reverted in wild um, we've had some minor changes like tribe tags being added there was this is arguably a buff. There was the Bane of Doom theme thing forever ago. Bane of Doom used to pull actually from a, a small demon pool. And then back in March of 2015, two days before Black Rock Mountain came out, in case you aren't aware of how long ago March 2015 <laughs> was, uh, they changed it so that Bane of Doom truly does summon a random demon from any available you know, possible demon that exists. So, um, But you could call a buff but you could also call a nerf because there's some really bad ones yes. <laughs> bad, yeah yes uh but the only thing that's like truly like a traditional what we think of as a buff actually happened to unleash the hounds and all of these changes were in beta unleash the hounds was like the starcraft 2 bunker of hearthstone cards they could not figure it out and they always made changes to unleash the hounds in the beta uh, it was originally reworked if you if you didn't play in the beta or you weren't around, it used to give your board plus one and charge. That's how it used to work. Then they completely reworked it to where it summons the 1-1 doggies. Uh, then they buffed that to where it only cost two mana and then it was too good. And then they nerfed it again in the live game and to the version we have now. So that's it. That's pretty much it as far as buffs are concerned in Hearthstone. So this is crazy. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, something that the team uh, a lot, back when Ben Brode and crew were still there, kind of always pushed back against, always managed the expectations. Uh, and when I say ma- managed expectations, I mean drug them out back and shot them <laughs> by saying, we're never getting buffs. It's not going to happen. Uh, to surmise, a lot of the, the kind of conversation around buffs were concerned. But here we are, 18 cards getting buffed. And at the end of this, we'll talk about a, a brand new legendary that's going to be added to the game alongside these card buffs, but this is all coming in with an in-game event. That's all about Blastmaster Boom, like going what they're calling, I think going back to the drawing board and upgrading some of his, his creations. So that's, that's what we're seeing here. And they decided to buff two cards from every class. That's how we ended up with 18 buff cards. So let's go through them. Like we do with card reviews, starting with Druid and Gloop Sprayer. If you didn't, if you don't remember Gloop Sprayer, it's that uh, Druid 4-4 with the battle cry that summons a copy of each adjacent minion. It is uh, going to seven mana down from eight. Okay. 
I guess I'll be gloop spraying things. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if this <laughs> makes it suddenly a thing, but it does open up the possibility that uh, you can try out some other stuff with Druid. The the um, now I can't even think of the name of the card because it's just the, the heel Druid thing. <laughs> Never saw a play, uh, but maybe now you can uh, do stuff with this. Lucent Bark. Thank you, chat. I need. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, because, you know, like making more Lucent Barks and everything. It could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Could be. Um, isn't there like there's isn't there like a bit? Oh, I guess it's probably just wild. I was thinking like anything that's like big druid, right? Anytime when you've got big guys and maybe having more big guys would be a good thing. Yeah. I just think like just that that little bit less mana. And I mean, even like you could innervate it and have it be six, like a six mana four four that gives me two additional minions. Like seems good, man. Yeah, it's been it's been seeing play in those those weird lucent bark decks, but that's about it. And they are kind of popular. Like I was surprised because I heard people talking about it and I haven't really been giving those that archetype and the time of day. Uh, so I've been, I went over to HS replay and was like looking at, at games played and there's a surprising amount of people playing uh, th- this kind of heel druid lucent bark deck. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical. It's, it's one man. I down. really, I find it crazy that there's that many games. Cause I've only really seen the token druids. Whenever I queue into a druid, it's just token. Well, when I say there's a lot of games, uh, like I have it open right now, the most popular token druid right now, this is one type of deck, uh, has 1 million games logged in the last 30 days. 1 million. <laughs> the next token druid deck down, which I think is like a one card difference, has 67,000 games played. Uh, but if I scroll down to find like the first Lucent Bark deck, it ha- has 23,000 games played. Oh, okay. So and it's this one is running Loop Sprayer. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this one is running Loop Sprayer. But 23,000, that's, that's decent um, compared to some other other niche 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 whatever you want to say decks uh i say niche <laughs> you're wrong that's okay Most you don't know niche, how to say sorry in america you know we just do yeah that. you guys make up your own rules in america we change it all. yeah we change it like regionally people say yeah i'm sorry jocelyn say, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh mulch Mutcher is next for druid this is the 8-8 with rush that costs one less for each friendly treant that died this game it's also mech uh it's gonna cost nine mana down from 10 this is in this a thing s- destroyed me in the stupid adventure <laughs> oh did it yeah <laughs> oh that's funny was, oh that's right that was that treant never mind heroic, sorry yeah with all the treants summon the treants as your hero power and then yeah it was like mulch Mutcher, mulch Mutcher. i was like oh i hate you <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a callback and a half. But yeah, this is um you know, Multifrontier currently sees some play in a, a token druid variant. Definitely not the most popular token druid, but it it's 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 in there. But it's also like when you it's not really like the most important card even in those variants. So this is another one I'm kind of looking at like loop sprayer, like, oh yeah, that's good. I don't know if well, I'm gonna rush to start playing this this card. You could do these things kind of together, which would be interesting, right? You could run it's like there might be a way to run that treant token thing again where you convert all your treants into five fives. And then also you have mulch munchers in there and then you can like mulch muncher, gloop sprayer, your mulch munchers. Like you can make this kind of thing happen, right? Munch your gloop or gloop your munch? You can gloop your gloop munch. Your munch. Yeah. Or are you spraying your mulch? Mm. Like, what, <laughs> like imagine the turn where you play two mulch munchers and then you gloop sprayer between them 
and you get three rushing eight eight, or I guess you'd get four, five, four, right? five, four. Because it gives you. Oh yeah, it would give you, you so you four of them two. and a four four. Yeah, that's yeah, a pretty strong yeah. turn. Yeah, a pretty strong turn. I don't know. Maybe maybe it could, could happen. Thanks to Hearthstone, all of the words that just left our mouth were technically the English language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is silly, <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know. It's a it's a thing I would like to mess around with now, right? Yeah. Um, the next card, uh, as we move into Hunter, that's getting buffed is uh, Necro Mechanic. This is a three six uh, that reads your death rattles trigger twice. It's four mana down from five. I would like to share a story that illustrates how little Necromechanic has ever come up in the conversation of Hearthstone. There are a lot of card names in this game that are not actual words. And when I am typing up the show notes, I see little red squigglies underneath them and then eventually add them to the dictionary so that when they come up over and over again, I never see the card. Necromechanic came up as a typo today. (laughs) It has never (laughs) been added to my dictionary because it has never come up in a show. Yeah, I think we yeah we talked about it potentially being powerful. I think when we were talking when we were doing like card revi- uh, reviews and stuff, mm-hmm. but it just never quite made it right. And yeah, there is I think a potential now for the value generation style um, mech hunter again, which we saw for a little while with like the nine lives and all that. And at four mana, like its body is fine now. Before you were paying for a weak body for five mana. Now yeah. you're basically getting a good body for four mana and a bonus and an upside, right? So I think maybe we go back to that style of mech hunter. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, my only hesitation with this is that hunter is already really good and there's multiple versions of hunter. Yeah, it has to be better than the aggro one, right? Yeah. Right. And nine lives has already kind of fallen off uh, in, in it. It kind of got the cut, I think, from some a lot of the more popular hunter lists. So um, I'm... I have been seeing quite a lot of hunters like playing a lot of the goblin bombs too, though. So, I mean, if you pair goblin bombs with this guy, like, man, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's very true. Because, <laughs> well, uh, I'd have to put, because um, I'm usually getting that off the back of a missile launcher with the poisonous magnetic on it. That's, a, that's still a lot of mana for mm. that combo. And the necromechanic oh, sure, would have to survive. I mean, like, this isn't a legendary. Like, I mean, you throw this out and then you got a bunch of goblin bombs on the board and you're just like, all right, well, each one of these little dudes that are fairly cheap to summon now do four damage to your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess if you can just pop a couple, then it's very, very much worth it. But, mm-hmm. but in terms of trying to actually get off like a combo, it's, it would still be pretty difficult to pull off. But, well, but it is like, like you said, it's still a three six, right? For four. So, it's not yeah, a exactly. it's not a bad card in and of itself now. Yeah, it's a not three, asking a lot uh, of you, right, to just plop yeah. it down on four and then exactly. Yeah, and if and you, then get, if you like, can the, get it off with some other of your death rattles, then sure. yeah. Like imagine if you do that whole galvanizer into replicating menace, like curve, mm-hmm. and then if you don't have a war gear on four, you drop this guy, you make a trade, and you got a full board, right? Full board of one ones to work with. Yeah. This, I mean, there's there's applications. Yeah, I think, I think yeah there's stuff actual. here. Yeah, it's just uh, is it is is it worth a card slide in that deck? We don't know yet. It's definitely now a question, though. It's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mess with it, and we'll see. Well, that's the kind of thing that I want out of like nerfs and buffs is that I want them to create interesting deck building questions, 
It's yeah. like, does this go in? Does this fit? Let me try it. As opposed to just like, this is bad. This is good. Let's go. Yeah, it's like when the 30 cards that go in your deck are obvious. Yeah. There's no deck. There's no like skill involved in the deck building process, right? And so yeah. you want to make things all kind of in line with each other where it's like, I choose this one, you choose that one. Mine works better, you know, and then you feel like you did you did something cool. And that's what's interesting about the specialist format, right? Is it has this this it has deck building as a as a portion of it. Yeah. But I w- I would like I was yeah, I would like to see more cards in specialist that way I can completely flop archetypes, right? Cuz that would be sweet, right? What if I'm like the aggro mech hunter and then I realize like I'm up against a deck that has a really good like a, a warrior, control warrior, and then I swap and I start playing you know the two twos that spawn seven sevens and the get and the Galvatron and yeah, I think that's what it should have been. Is it that would be sweet, right? Yeah, it should have had like probably like ten cards, maybe enough to because like, that's what would be way more interesting is if you had an archetype that you had to start with. So your primary deck was one thing, but then your other two decks could be totally different archetypes. They, they felt like different with decks. a class core, and they felt like different decks, and they played differently. Then Not that's just- that's where the interest comes in, I think. Five cards. Three cards into 18 oh. cards getting buffed and a legendary still to talk about. So remind me on the next episode uh, to mention why I kind of like Specialist the way it is. Okay. We should, <laughs> I mean, at some point, yeah. We, I'll we remind you because I love telling you you're wrong. So. <laughs> well, we, cool. haven't, yeah, we haven't really drilled down on it since it started being played in the uh, Grandmaster, but... Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a lot of Grandmaster yet. We were like, what? It was only weekend? one weekend, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's about to get a lot more interesting once these nerfs and buffs hit. I mean, right, just the nerfs. that could come out of this deck, by the way. Someone was asking, what would you take out? I think the Swamp Ooze doesn't necessarily need to be there anymore if Rogue ooh, is getting Oh, Oh, shit, you're right, and, yeah. And okay. Really Warrior, right? Because the uh, yeah. Ooze is in there for Warrior tech, too. And if Warriors aren't going to be as prevalent because Rogue isn't as prevalent... Well, then but in Warriors right now... Easy. And Warriors right now, what are you hitting? You're hitting... Uh, the the, the wrench thing? Uh, oh, yeah, the Bomb Warrior, the wrench. The bomb counter. Warrior, yeah, has the wrench. And some of them have the um, Collider, too. Yeah, that has only been recently put in just because of the mages. But uh, yeah. to be honest, I don't care about oozing either one of those if I'm playing this deck. I just care about murdering your face, right? Like, if you're wrench calibering and putting bombs in my deck, I'm okay with it. Uh, what I... What I really want is I really want to bounce back stuff in Rogue with the waggle pick, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, also you could take out one of the unleashes, probably, and throw in a couple of necromechanics. I think that might work out pretty well. Yeah, especially like you don't need the unleash if you are getting the mechanic off on the replicator, right? Because mm-hmm. then you're just going to have the six one ones anyways. Like your yeah. unleash is never going to be better than that. <laughs> I'm never going to have less stuff than you, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. My last comment is just passing. Uh, Baron Rivendare would like a word. <laughs> That's it. That's all. It's class specific. It's fine. But it did come to mind. Anyways, Flark's Boom Zooka is getting buffed as well. Going from eight mana down to seven. This is the Hunter Legendary that uh, summons three minions from your deck. They attack enemy minions, then die. This card still sucks. I, I, I still don't think I'm going to play this ever, but... No one's going to play this ever. Still think this is a bad card, uh, but I'm glad it's getting buffed for when I find it in my dollar round heists, I guess. Sure. Because I yeah. am taking goofy cards in that in that mode like crazy. But Yeah. Uh, by the way, did, did we mention at the top that these are all Boomsday cards? They are. They are all Boomsday yeah. cards. Did we, did we say that, though? I don't know if we did. 
Basically, uh, they're buffing the Boomsday set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boomsday project. And they will still, all these cards will rotate with the Boomsday rotation. Yes. So. Yep. Yep, they're all going to go. And these, and these are permanent, too. These are yeah, not, like, going to go away at the end of the event or anything. They're permanent, so... My my one point there is I'm like I'm like you should put an asterisk there like what if one of these changes turns out to just to be busted and you have to like nerf or, or unbuff one of these cards. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I mean, obviously, like future nerfs and buffs, notwithstanding, like these changes as of right now are permanent. <laughs> like they're not going because the event itself is like what June third to July something. Mm -hmm. So this isn't only for that event. It's they are now part of the Boomstay set in this buffed. Form. Yes. Yes. Uh, on to the next cards. We're into Mage now. Unexpected results is getting buffed. It's going from four mana down to three. This was the uh, the epic spell that summons two random two cost minions and is improved by spell damage. Yeah, this might actually see play. This in there. is interesting. Yeah, yeah there's a miracle like Vex Crow Mage thing that some people are playing. Mm -hmm. uh, it just gets farmed by Warrior, so doesn't see that much play, but. Now, you know, it, it runs like the elemental evocation spell to like make your elemental cheaper. And then it can play that cosmic anomaly for two. So like on turn five, you could play the cosmic anomaly for two and this. And that's a pretty strong turn, right? I mean, yeah. And even if warrior sticks around, rogue's probably going to drop off. And that might be enough because the bad yeah. matchup against warrior was clearly not enough to stop the rogues. Mm -hmm. But if rogue falls off and opens up the way for that, for this mage archetype. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the the mage that was doing the giants thing is good against the warrior, but the other mages were awful against the warrior, right? Uh, they like do a bunch of these things, make big boards with Vexcrow, and then burn you out with like fireballs and stuff. Um, now, the, I, I think this deck might be really cool. Actually, I don't know. It was just missing well, a couple things, and it just flamed out too fast, right? Mm -hmm. So, I think even if you get into a situation where you have to just play this without any spell damage, three mana for two two cost minions is yeah, not yeah. as crazy, right? Like You're actually getting a deal. You're getting a deal, exactly. It's yeah. not the same as, you know, before where it was four mana. It's just like, well, why wouldn't I just play two two mana minions that I get to choose? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this now as just on its own is unexpected results isn't as bad now and is, I think, just straight up playable without spell damage. By the way, it's discoverable in magic trick now as well. So the card that's just... Oh, right. Other stuff, yep. <clears throat> yeah, so that buffs buffs magic trick, which I've been seeing a lot of because it's in that first deck for <laughs> for the color on heist. And I, I uh, wait, oh, it's not golden in there. Damn, I have a golden <laughs> version of magic trick. They should make it golden in my in my dollar on heist run because I want to see the stupid thumb move. <laughs> but uh, are you ready for Luna's pocket galaxy? Because it went from seven mana down to five to change the cost of the minions in your deck to one. I feel like this is huge. Uh, Am I like way off? Two. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it seems to me like that's just crazy that like yeah. turn five. I mean, I guess if I'm doing it on turn five, I'm not doing anything else. So I have to have a pretty good start to the game to make this just playable on five, but it just well, seems you can't, so <laughs> you can't build a big mage deck around this because it's a one of legendary. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not the same as like say Big Druid or something like that, where you have multiple ways to make these things possible like you have one way to make this some sort of combo possible if you could tutor this out somehow then yeah but mostly what i think this does is that um that giant's mage deck that makes a bunch of random mage spells 
now doesn't get a bunch of seven cost Luna's pocket galleries and maybe can play them at five at some point in a game. That's where it's going to actually impact, I think, what we like the games that we play. I don't think this is suddenly going to be a Luna's pocket galaxy mm. deck, but uh, I just feel like people I, were trying to make it work when it was seven sure. and it was close, you know, or at least it felt like it was close. It felt like it was borderline viable. So I feel like if they were making it work too, at two mana more expensive, like this might be yeah. it was never working, was it? It was, like, it was like it was close. It was close. Was it? I never I, saw it. Yeah, I remember what I you're talking like, about. Oh, the only God. thing is that my memory of it is that our, our time trying to get it to work feels shorter than maybe your. Yeah, I think people I tried know. for like a second and then gave up pretty quick, right? <laughs> I think I have a golden one of these too. So I was I like, what, like, what do you build? Like, what what is in this Luna's Pocket Galaxy deck? Oh, God, like, I don't like Arcade Antonitis, right? Like, that's like the, the biggest payoff I can see is being able to play that for one. Mm, and then pairing it with. But yeah, like yeah. mage minions themselves are like kind of crappy. So it's, I don't know. Well, now we have we have Caligos, which is fantastic. Yeah, but, dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but that costs ten and is fine. At I don't know, making that cost one, I guess is yeah, it's crazy. But I want this alongside a bunch of new mage dragons, so we can try dragon mage. Mm. So a lot of things have to happen, but that's yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, but I still don't think it's going to do... It's like Flark's Boomzooka to me. I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, well, see, I don't think it's that bad. No, yeah, <laughs> no. It's no. not that. It's better than that, but I no. mean, it's yeah. also... Flark's like, is... Two things that don't exist in the meta, like one is could be better than the other, but they still both don't exist in the Time meta. Timestamp this and throw it in my face when Flark's ends up being somehow amazing, but Flark's is just a bad card. Like, that is just a sure. bad card. I don't want to do that. I don't this care how This actually has a is. good effect, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... But I think if I'm playing a mage, I'd rather be making a bunch of giants or shooting you in the sure. face or sure. that kind of thing rather than making my minions cost one. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Fair enough. Well, uh, I'm more on your side of the fence, Joss. I'm looking at this being like, this is just there's just something about it that seems scary to me. But let's talk about it's Paladin. It's a big change. Two mana is a big change. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about That's Paladin. It's the, is it the biggest? The, I think there oh i thought there was one one, there's one more yeah uh okay. one of the warlock cards is down by two as so well that's that shows you how bad it was they were yeah. like we need to make it two mana cheaper yeah uh-huh. yeah because a lot of these card changes are just mana adjustments uh until we get to uh, thunderhead which we'll talk about when we get to shaman and then both warrior cards were uh body changes body changes yeah yeah body they've been going to the gym uh paladin though <laughs> christology uh, is going to one mana down from two. Uh, I shouldn't have to read this card for audio listeners, but just in case, it's the dry two one attack minions from your deck. But this card is already seeing play, and it's getting buffed, and that's uh, frankly kind of cool. Well, okay, so the deck that plays Christology, uh, the Mech Paladin, is the most popular thing that plays Christology right now. I know Kibble's been playing a lot of it. Um, it uh, hovers around a fifty percent win rate. So it's not like it's terrible or whatever. Not like this is going to make that totally busted, I think. Or I'm sorry, I mean, it's OP already. Like this is going to be mm-hmm. completely busted. Um, but it does concern me a little bit because tutoring out things like Skaterbot and Glowtron and then magneticing them to, to a bunch of like stuff could potentially be, this could be like a legit top tier contender type deck now. 
Um, not to mention, I think that deck also runs the next card that we're going to talk about, too. I'm pretty sure it does. It yeah, it does. Actually, I'm looking the at it Mech right now. Pally just, Mech Pally just in general is a fairly decent deck, and then now two cards in it are getting buffed? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Okay. okay, so I'm looking at it now. It already has a 52% win rate. The most popular so. Mech Paladin right now, on at least on HS Replay, has a 54% win rate. It's not running Christology, though. Really? But okay. it probably will, since it's it will. one freaking yeah. mana. This is such so, a good draw spell. So I've seen Kibler running these, and like the, the thing is, is that you turn like Skaterbot into essentially like removal, right? Because mm. um, you can you can like instantly flip boards by playing it, and then when you buff it with Glowstone, what is it called? <laughs> Glowstone Technician. Glow. Suddenly oh. you're putting three three on something and giving it rush for one mana, right? So you tutored out your Skaterbot. And then you buff it with your glowstone, and then you just can flip the board and put tons of stats into play really, really quick. So I don't know. I, I think I'm a little scared of Mech Paladin after these changes. But also, it's kind of, I mean, Paladin's a, yeah, is like kind of missing right now. So well, that's a, but that's the thing. Like Paladin, yes, is missing right now because I know, like, we were talking about Priest and Paladin a few weeks ago. We got a question from a listener asking what we thought, you know, had kind of been left out by by the rotation by this expansion, and those were our two picks for you know we're not seeing a lot of it, but we saw so much Paladin in the Year of the Raven. I'm was kind of okay with no Paladin right now. Like until the next yeah. expansion, like sure. <laughs> but it was also odd and even, which I was just like, I just felt like I just saw so much odd yeah. even in general. Well, that yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm sick of odd and even anyway, but. They have my, to pay for their button properly now. And yeah, that's fine. Like, my, <laughs> I, I don't like, I don't really like the, the whole idea of like, you're, that deck was good for a while, so that now that we can never have that class again. I would like to see all classes represented all the time. If I know, and, the, and that's fine. I just like, yeah, we've had, we've had a lot of paladin. It's been good for a while. Like, <laughs> let the other classes have their day. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I get it. It's it's it's. I'm, I'm with. I mean, both of you, right? Like, I don't I don't get. It's always going to be a best and a worst, right? So. Mm -hmm. Even if the closer they get, there's still going to be a best and a worst. And really and truly, there aren't that many that are really way far off. Like win rate wise, we're still looking at a difference of, you know, like a few percentage points here and there. So yeah. it's just that there's a best and a worst. And right now, Paladin is worst. And if you're going to bring back mechs, though, you have to bring back mech Paladin, right? Yeah. Like that, it's that's the class mech paladin and mech hunter. That's those, these are the mech class. Yeah, just give them that's shield weird. and mini bot back. I'm gonna bang that drum until I'm dead. <laughs> mech mage was the original mech class, by that's the way. Oh, <laughs> mech mage was the original just kill me now deck. <laughs> like, hated that deck. I was got so oh, I love that deck. Oh man, it was. I just didn't like mech warper. That's the only thing. Mm. Like, Galvanizer mm. is, is, I think, a much healthier way to do this thing. You give it a weaker body. You like make it make it permanent, so it's like future turns can be whatever. It's not like oh, I must kill that. Although now you have magnetic, so you must kill that. But <laughs> I miss old school GBG midrange paladin. That's what I miss. Ah, you just miss like playing the best cards on curve. Yeah, man. That could be pre secret paladin. <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna. I just wanna put mustard on my battle and deploy shield bots. It's wonderful. <laughs> So. I, I'm really looking forward to trying out this this mech paladin because I've I've seen Kibler playing it. It looks pretty damn powerful, but it's also Kibler playing it, and he's like the master of the memes. And now it might just not be a meme, and it might just be a thing because mm -hmm. it is kind of a mid range. But it 
it sits back for a little bit and then it moves in. But being able to like Christology on one as your turn one play, that's sick, right? Mm-hmm. Like on turn one, I do something that matters a lot. Right. If you, yeah, you just have so many ways to ensure that you have, you have low mana cost things to do because you could just yeah. start your game with one attack minions in your deck or you could use Cristal to, to, to draw them. Uh, By the way, you get these one attack minions then uh, and Galvanizer is one of them. Galvanizer is super important. Bronze Gatekeeper is one of them. Skaterbot, Glowtron, like these are actually like really good cards for this yeah. deck, right? So it's like yeah. you put, you're like putting, it's almost like the hunting or the raiding party thing or whatever. You're like putting synergistic cards together. You're drawing them and you're and you're now having cards that work really well together. I, seems good. Mm-hmm. On turn one, you could Christology. Turn two, you could Skater Bot and then Magnetic the Glowtron on top of it and have a rushing 2-4. Mm-hmm. Seems good. Or, or you could Galvanizer <laughs> on turn two and put a, a Glowtron on it. and Oh, God. And a Skater Bot if you already oh, had God. that. Because they'd be free. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> And then you turn on Avril Lavigne and ascend to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. You're just way ahead at that point. Yeah. Yep. Miles yeah. ahead at that point. Yep. I'm keeping my eye on it. Let's move into Priest, where Extra Arms is getting a buff. If, if you had to talk about uh, this is a card that I was just like, I, I remember only because the name is funny and I like the art, but it's getting a buff. It went from three man, it's going from three mana down to two mana. If you don't remember extra arms, it's give a minion plus two plus two. Add more arms to your hand that gives plus two plus two. That was like it's a proto. A card. Yeah, it's like a proto twin spell. Yeah, it's all uh, and yeah, it's a twin spell before twin spell was a thing. But uh, you know, you play your spell. Northshire cleric on one, buff buffer on two. You know, you got a three five on two. Uh, that draws cards. Three, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this seems good. good now. You make the cleric that never dies. <laughs> the extra arms was seeing play in inner fire divine spirit style um, priest for a little while. It, was, it was like okay on, in that deck. It was in but that deck like, wasn't very good. Yeah, but it was also like in variants of it, wasn't it? Because I was playing that deck for a little while and I wasn't running extra arms. Not that I am the end all be all of every there player were, ever. There but, were versions that were just because yeah. it's, you know, you. It's just another way to like buff minions, try to make them stick, or buff minions, allowing them. Because essentially, then when you divine spirit, you're like double buffing, you're like double dipping this buff, right? So, and yeah. it's there just wasn't a lot of buff options out there. That's really the reason. Like, yeah. if there was still Velen's Chosen or something like that, you wouldn't play this. Um, but Velen's Chosen was not available, so you played extra arms because it was. And now it's like, I think a deck or a card you can just play in just like any type of board focused priest deck because it's just like here's a buff and then a, and it has value too it's like tempo plus value that's good uh do we know i mean i assume that both mana uh costs were discounted in this buff but um I, that more arms if it gave you a three mana three mana more arms more yeah arms. yeah i'm pretty sure i saw it confirm but i don't have a source okay, okay yeah i i know i've seen the question asked but i hadn't seen a clarification yet if, it, go to, uh, <laughs> if it's two mana, then more arms is still three mana. That's dumb. 
That would yeah. be so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Although kind of hilarious. I mean, technically, it would cost you five it, minutes instead of six minutes. Both. Yeah, it's still a buff. But yeah, I would expect more arms would also be. It's actually funny, though. If you think about it now, this is a blessing of kings stuttered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which they is, can be split over two minions or split over turns. And, you can do it yeah. on one turn if you want, and it's literally a blessing of kings. Which I think is just mm-hmm. straight up better because you could put it on more than one minion. By the way, also, you know, it's cool. This works really well now with Wild Pyromancer. So True. you might see this because it's a fairly cheap spell now. You might see this and uh, Nomi Priest. Because mm. Wild Pyromancer clears is basically the way Nomi Priest doesn't die, right? So... Pyro this, uh, deal one to the board, then your pyro is buffed and you could keep using it. Keep so. that pyro around, yeah. yeah. Plus, the since it's split over two spells, that's two pyro yeah, activations. It's two activations if you want. Yeah. Is it enough to take the fight to Hunter and Mage? Sure. I think so. Okay. Well, then Nobi, Nobi Priest has a chance. <laughs> uh, cloning device. I, I mean, it's definitely a buff to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cloning device is the other priest card uh, that got buffed, it's going from two mana down to one. This was the card, the spell that discovers a copy of a minion in your opponent's deck. It's probably still bad, um, but whatever. Not for your milkshake. No, but I mean, actually, at two mana, this card did not make it into my milkshake deck. At one mana, I guess I have to look at it again. But it's it's one mana to milkshake, Dills. I mean, what? What lower barrier I mean, of entry? One man to like grab a card and get some information at the same time, right? So, yeah, still probably not good enough for standard though right now. There's no <laughs> nobody really playing decks that do this. In the background, I just want uh, like a little uh, subtext under this uh, note: uh, Camellios is going to zero mana because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter. So there's no uh, random spell generation anymore in Priest, right? Because they lost uh, Lyra. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah, see, believe never, that is the case. I never find this. I don't think either. Yeah. I, in wild, I guess. Maybe when you get your cloning device off of Lyra. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Rogue, which is just weird, especially when you think about the nerfs that are coming tomorrow. Uh, Pogo Hopper uh, going down to one mana from two. This is your one-one with the battle cry that gains plus two plus two for each other. Pogo Hopper, you played this game. It's also a mech. That's true. Man, they buffed the rug mech. Um, probably still bad, but maybe, maybe, you, I mean, I don't know. You could, the problem with Pogo Hopper wasn't that it cost two mana. The problem was you have to make a bunch of Pogo Hoppers in your deck and then draw them. Yeah, it wasn't, it was the exists. generation. Yeah. Yeah, that problem still exists in Pogo Hopper. Boy, it's a now good thing just, Rogue doesn't have Christology. That's true, <laughs> yeah. Tutoring them out. Although then it would but, gain... Oh, well, then that's on the battle cry. No, never mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it I'm, is having cheaper rogue anythings is always better, right? Because of combo potential. So maybe. Yeah, but you don't play pogo hopper to activate combos. You play it to play more pogo hoppers, right? So I don't know. I am going to make your pogo hopper deck still sucks ass. Right. <laughs> doesn't the, um, <laughs> the guy that shuffles copies into your deck, doesn't he require a combo activation? The two mana three two? Maybe. No. Oh, okay. If not that I know. Uh, then there's the the uh, Togwaggles heist the scheme. or, or Togwaggles yeah. scheme. That's just a one mana shuffle. Them. I don't think there's any combo requirements for shuffling. No, there's no combo requirements for the scheme, no. <clears throat> no. 
But uh, Pogo yeah. Hopper, I just I, I really want Pogo Hopper to be a deck. They just have adorable little hopping animation sound things. And <laughs> I, I, I kind of it's a jade like mechanic. And I, I liked the jade mechanic. So I yeah, I but the jade mechanic is multiple cards that do the jade mechanic. This is like two cards in your one, deck that yeah. do this and you need to make more of them. Then you need to draw them. Yeah. It, it's asking way more of you than what the jade thing is doing. Is the jade thing is like at the same time that you're building jades, you're also making a three six with taunt, or you're you know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing other you're stuff. Doing something else too, yeah. Yeah. So all you then, people I mean, in chat who are saying, "Oh my god, Pogo Hopper is going to be so good!" All right, come see me after these changes, and let's one v one with your Pogo Hopper deck. <laughs> it's right, but it's it's still worth bringing up because we can't play jade in standard, so. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. it doesn't matter how good Jade is because you can't freaking do it. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, oh I, I think Pogo Hopper is fun as hell, so I, I am glad that yeah, this yeah. change is being made. But I don't think it's like standard playable immediately. Like maybe we have two more expansions this year before we need to worry about this set going to the Hall or not the Hall of Fame, but just going to Wild. Uh, so who knows? It but would we- be cool if Pogo Hopper was a viable rogue deck. I would love to see that because uh, because it, it is. It's like a deck that you have to do a lot of stuff and get there. And the opponent can kind of play back at that by being like, "Hey, I got to murder you before we get there." Yeah, I know I have, I'm kind of on a clock here, and that while it was maybe frustrating at first, like Jade at the end didn't really bother me because it was like, "Okay, I understand what's happening here, and I understand what I must do to combat it." Right? Mm-hmm. And Rogue also isn't going to generate a million armor like Druid was, and so that's not going to bother me. Right? It's like uh, it's going to be a fair deck no matter what. It would be sweet if it was actually out there. Yeah. Anyways, Violet Haze is the other rogue card that got buffed. It's going down to two mana from three. This is the spell that adds two random death rattle cards to your hand. Can still be zero mana with prep. <laughs> mm, still prep it, yeah. <laughs> um, probably still bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want cards that I chose to put in my deck most of the time. This is where I'm completely in your camp, Jocelyn, of, well, Rogue was just oppressive. I don't give a crap if their buffed cards still aren't particularly great. Yeah. (laughs) So, Can we uh, just go straight into Shaman? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sweet. The Stormbringer. That's right. That legendary that's really pretty if you have a golden version, but you probably don't play it. Uh, is going down to six mana from seven. This is the the legendary for shamans that transforms your minions into random legendary minions. I mean, this did happen just because of Hagatha. I was going to say, yeah. Well, not even just um, the hero Hagatha, but also I've definitely taught it to the the five five horror. Oh yeah, if you make rain of toads plus this. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, that, in that case, this, the cost reduction doesn't matter. I well, yeah, exactly. It's not yeah, something I, I put in a deck mean, ever. <laughs> yeah. I doubt this makes it go into decks because you probably still, if you're going to take a bunch of minions and do something with them, you're probably still going to bloodlust them and try to kill your opponent rather than convert them into legendaries. But mm-hmm. but it'll be cheaper when you get it randomly off a of Hagatha. So it'll happen. Right. Thunderhead. This is nuts. Uh, Thunderhead is getting buffed. This is not a mana change. It's going from a 3-5 to a 3-6 body. Uh, if you haven't been playing this card, this is the the Shaman minion that uh, after you play a card with Overload, summons two 1-1 Sparks with Rush. It's an elemental. It is a good card. It's a very good card, and it's getting buffed. Yeah, the deck that it's in, though, doesn't have a high win rate. So 
I'm okay with it because if it just makes that deck maybe move from tier two into one, sure. But yeah, it's going to be annoying to try to get rid of this dang thing before they make tons of rushing one ones. Because the play always was play this on four and then zap something, right? And then also yeah. get two one ones and then essentially be able to deal four damage. Um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fine. It's like in line with the uh, with the um, hunter give your minions rush or now the three six get double death rattle. Like it's just kind of in line with those cards now as a four drop. Yep. But. Uh, yeah, a little scary. A shaman deck might be a real thing now. Because I think the version that does this is also like Murlocs plus this, plus Bloodlust token generation the, things. The right? two most popular versions of shaman I know of that run the run Thunderhead is there's a, Murlo there's a popular Murloc shaman variant that runs it, and then there's also quite a few control shaman decks that are running it. Um, yeah. That kind of legendary heavy, it's got the, the shutter walk in there, uh, shaman deck. Um, but... Yeah, the, the well, Thunderhead the thing is, like, feels... I mean, it was getting run at 3-5 with, in particularly, like, the Murloc deck. There isn't that much overload. There's Zaps, Lightning Bolts, and Reign of Toads. It's pretty much it, I think. So... The, the Murloc, oh, right, yeah. the little the little one-mana Murloc, true. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I guess there's a half-decent number of overload cards. But even if you get one overload off with this 3-6, that's, like, that's enough value for your four mana, right? Yeah. Now yeah. you've essentially generated a 5-8 for four, with two of them getting Rush. Mm -hmm. Two of that damage getting rushed. So, I, you know, um, yeah, it's a good card that got a little bit better and maybe now makes a deck that wasn't so good but was competitive to a point more competitive. And again, it's like opening the meta. It's like some of these are like they're not making, they're not meant to make things OP. They're just meant to like make things playable. Yeah. And, and and it's important to try and keep the nerfs in the back of our minds that, the, that uh, while we're talking about this, like Rogue is, is going to see a drop off and that's going to open things up. Um, and a, a lot of the decks we've been talking about that aren't the most popular, maybe not the best way to climb. They're right there. They're right on the cusp. Uh, and, and that's what seems to be the case here with Thunderhead. Um, same thing with stuff like Mulch Muncher. Um, you know, I just... I think we're going to see a decent amount of a decent amount of decks kind of tip over. And I, uh, I think it's I think it's Shaman. I think it's Pally. Maybe well, Druid's already doing fine. So yeah, <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on Paladin and Shaman for sure with these changes. Uh, let's talk about Warlock Spirit Bomb is going down to one mana from two. This is that uh, that spell you probably weren't playing that deals four <laughs> damage to a minion and your hero. Which this kind of makes it more in line with Soulfire, right? Like, four damage to a minion, and also, I guess Soulfire can go face. That's this a, can't go face, That's a pretty so big distinction, bad. yeah. It can, but yeah. the Spirit Bomb can go to your face. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's no can. <laughs> yeah, it does go face. to your face. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, one mana, four damage with the downside. Right. Yeah, Spirit Bomb always seemed odd to me that it just seemed objectively so much worse than Soulfire. Mm -hmm. um, so this it's, um, it's a decent arena card that now i guess got a little more decent because an arena like cheap removal is pretty sweet you don't mm -hmm. care so much about health total yeah but yeah like soul fire is still going to be the version you're going to play in zoo because you just can finish people off with it unless you can't so mm -hmm. maybe there's going to be a control warlock variant at some point that just needs one more piece of removal right yeah but right now probably not no uh, and also, Dr. Morrigan, 
Uh, this is the, the <laughs> Warlock Legendary. It's the 5-5 five five with the Death Rattle that reads, swap this with a minion from your deck, going from 8 mana down to 6. And I okay. still don't think I'm playing Dr. Morrigan. <laughs> no. No. By the way, there is a potential infinite combo with Dr. Morgan, but they turned it off by capping it, where you could like swap minions in your with in your deck over and over and over over again with knife juggler and essentially infinite combo people down. Uh, but they made it so that it'll swap itself only like four times or whatever. So it's just like silly. It's, it's so hard to set up in the first place. It was with um it was with the the four mana three four that activates your death rattles when they're played. You know what I'm talking about? The the fungal thing. It's not in standard anymore. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I'm forgetting the name as well. Yeah, but anyway, you the idea was you had to get that on the board with a knife juggler and then make Morgan swap with Morgan over and over. You'd have another Morgan. You'd create another Morgan in your deck. Yeah, that sounds way OP and so it's like, but, yeah, so it's like that, <laughs> but then this this really stupid thing that if you got to happen would then go infinite didn't go infinite because Blizzard, without telling us, put in a cap on it. <laughs> so it would only swap with itself a certain number of times. It's like, did we need to do that? Essentially, this is playing Mechathune, right? Like getting yeah. infinite knife juggles. I would like to see that actually happen. I think that would be fun because it's such a hard setup that mm -hmm. if you actually pull it off, like you should get rewarded by winning the game because that's just cool that room saying spirit singer umbra yes yeah, singer umbra is the, the card of the, the tortolan dude there you go um but yeah it would activate its death the death rattle when it comes in and then it would swap with itself and then it would do it again and again, yeah. and again. Anyway. this is uh, when i look at this card it just I don't, I don't know it's something i haven't thought about in a long time i'm just like why can't battle cries trigger when i don't play it out of my hand because cards like this would excite me so much more. Well, it's a death uh, rattle. They could right, but it's swapping with a minion from your deck. So how dope would it yeah, be so if the minion it pulls it triggers its battle cry? Right. Uh, like the reason it's they should introduce at some point. They should introduce ETB effects that are not battle cries. It's a new thing where if you get it, if you summon it somehow, it's it does a thing. The battleground effect, right? Because those those effects are super sweet and magic when you can bounce things. Uh, and then you, you know, it's like I play it, I get its effect, uh, you kill it, I bounce it back from the graveyard and get its effect again. It's like that's actually really fun. And yeah. You feel like you're doing cool things. So I would love to see that added as, as a mechanic at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, this kind of brings up those, those thoughts for me. But uh, let's, let's bring it home and talk about Warrior. And uh, the Warrior is uh, the first up is Security Rover. It's uh, that, that two six, well, it's that two was that two five it was a two five was yeah. a 2-5 that whenever this minion takes damage summon a two three mech with taunt the security rover it itself is also a mech. Kind of <laughs> 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 anyways um yeah it's going from a two five up to a two six cool so it's gonna make more two threes yeah um right. yeah yeah and this a, by the way this already happens from Dr. Boom, and it rushes, and it makes two threes. Yikes. Yeah. You're that that afraid, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Warrior get a buff? Because every class literally got two cards that got buffed. So. <laughs> but I think, like, the question is more so um, that 
of all the warrior cards, why did they buff the mechs? Because mechs are so mechs. good. Yeah, the mechs are so good. Well, Dr. Morgan's not a freaking mech. No, that's true. <laughs> but, but Warlock doesn't have a bunch of mechs. So I don't know. It just, cards. yeah. I think that there's other Boomsday cards that could have maybe seen buffs that wouldn't have fed into Dr. Boom, who's already very powerful. And even if you don't put these in your deck because of Omega Assembly and because of the um, Discover a Mech Hero Power, like they, they're going to be found. They're going to be played. So, okay, guys, well, here's what they could have done. They, they could have <laughs> buffed Dynomatic, and that would have sucked more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the cards, the Warrior cards that like, they could have buffed from Boomsday, and I'm like, these were probably the fringe bad cards in, <laughs> for Warrior. So, I, I'm yeah. equally as concerned. I, I really have not enjoyed playing against Warrior uh, in a year. It feels like. Or at least, like, I mean, if you're going to buff the mechs, then nerf Dr. Boom, like we were talking about when we talked about the nerfs in the nerf section. Like, I think they just don't feel like it's a problem. Yeah. I, and like, I, I, think, I think Blizzard's numbers do not indicate Dr. Boom is a problem. And, uh, and I, as I uh, <laughs> feel like this just, you know, it's, it's kind of the history of Hearthstone. It, it seems there's, there's typically something that feels very obvious to those of us at home. That we go, hmm, Team 5, you probably shouldn't have done that. And they go, we're keeping our eye on it. And then two months later, it gets changed. And right now, I'm, I'm looking at, at these mech buffs feeling very much that way. Um, Lissiana, anyone who may be getting nerfed tomorrow? <laughs> like, we had that conversation with Lissiana. Like, oh, there's going to be a problem for Standard. And, and hemmed and hawed. And we said the same thing about Rogue. And they hemmed and hawed. And here we are. I don't know. I'm not super concerned about this yet, but we'll see when it actually happens. Does this super suck? I don't know. These, I think these cards like don't go into your deck, so the only time they, they still end up happening is Omega Assembly and Doctor Boom Discovery, which means they're still not happening that often, right? Like, and when they do, is the Security Rover getting one more health, or the Beryllium Nullifier getting one more attack? game winning and losing in a game where you would have like would you have won the game if the against the warrior if the rover was a 2-5 still? I don't know. I, I tend to think probably not. <laughs> like I'm actually wondering now if Beryllium Nullifier just goes in decks at that 4-8 stat line because we've played 4-8 cards before for 8 mana, not 7. So mm. I still don't think so. 7 mana 4-8 is just still bad. You'd have to be playing a specifically like mech warrior. Yeah. Like you'd have to be playing like a tempo mech warrior to want this, right? Yeah, because it's only so reliably can magnetic it to something. Right. Yeah, because it's only scary if you're taking advantage of the magnetic. If you're just developing a four eight. Yeah, I mean it can't be targeted by spells or hero powers, but that's uh, historically only been a a particularly powerful effect on early drops. It's even then, like people weren't playing. Um, the three two dragon thing, fairy dragon. Uh, yeah, fairy dragon. <laughs> they weren't playing that unless it was also a dragon that was activating other dragon synergies, right? That's like true. they weren't just playing it as like the untargetable thing. Yeah, no, and then we had Sogoth, who was like a nine man, you know, which was annoying when you got it off of some random effect or something, but it was never good enough to go into a deck. And I, I'm, I'm looking at these, and I'm going, okay, I understand the concern because Doctor Boom is so good, but I'm also going, 
if they have to buff two Doomsday cards from every class, which that's what they've decided on, probably I'm glad that it's these two and not something like Dynomatic, which is already definitely in the deck, right? Like these are potentially the best options because these are actually the ones that aren't in any of the decks. Mm -hmm. If I'm looking at it like Weapons Project, in the deck. Omega Assembly, in the deck. Turnium Rover, in the deck. Dynamatic, in the deck. Dr. Boom, in the deck. Super Collider, in the deck. Like what's left? These two. So are what so we don't buff warrior. Are, are what we landing on is <laughs> that we I think what we're landing on is we just are mad that they made us think about how much we don't like Dr. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, again, like Dr. Boom wasn't a problem until all the other death death knights went away, right? So Yeah. Yeah. No one's no one's talking about Zuljan. Rocket right now. boots and boomship though are not synergistic with this event. This is an event called Rise of the Mechs. So if your class has mechs, they're buffing the mechs, right? Yeah, but again, it's not well, mechs. I mean, I'm with, I get it. If you bring that, that up, <laughs> we're talking the whole just made up, and you're making up this like logic to go along with it. Like, <laughs> I'm not making up the logic. Blizzard made up the logic. Blizzard called it Rise of the Mechs, and then they buffed the mechs. But the, the it's not. It's not just mechs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, but cl some classes just don't have mechs in them, so they had to buff something else. Right, but there's your wiggle room. <laughs> the classes that did have mechs, their mechs were buffed. This is a class with mechs, so the mechs were buffed. I disagree. I think that's a. I think it's a. That's a really dumb way to go about things. Like to to look at this and not look at it from a balance perspective, since these are not event specific. Like these buffs sure. aren't going anywhere. So if you're holding yourself to some random, well, we called it Rise of the Mechs, therefore we have to. That's a terrible way to do balance. Sure, but if you okay, but if you're also, I think that these buffs are from a balanced perspective. These are not problem cards. Like buffing these is not like suddenly warriors OP. Yeah, but, yeah, but, we, what if they buff Doctor Boom? Then I'd be like, okay, I'm furious. <laughs> and Doctor Boom is literally like the reason for this. So like I'm just saying, the logic is sound because like these cards are the okay ones to be buffed because they're not the ones that are already in the deck. Like the the deck already includes all the other cards I listed, uh, and and those we're cards. saying we but there's more cards other the than those. Dills, what we're <laughs> saying is we understand that, and we mm -hmm. don't like arbitrary rules. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that these are fine, and I think I think everyone who's concerned is going to feel okay once these happen. And and uh, thank you, Ro. The Paladin Mech cards were not buffed. They had Mechs, and they were not buffed. Oh, okay. Well, they buffed the cards that around the Mechs, right? Because they buffed the card that draws you the mechs. I'm ready to move on from this conversation. So we're going to talk about the legendary <laughs> Snip Snap. So yeah. Who's, uh, Still we're, solid. We're getting uh, a new legendary just added to the game out of nowhere. Uh, it's going to be a three mana, two, three uh, neutral mech that has magnetic, has echo, and has a death rattle that summons two one one microbots. And we're all going to get this uh, legendary for free if we log in during the event if we for some reason miss it which i would assume if you're listening to the show you're not going to miss the event but if you do it is you, a month long <laughs> it's a month long yeah yeah you just don't play hearthstone if you miss this event exactly you can craft the non-golden version for 1600 i would assume you can craft the golden version if you really want to is this going to be like golden exclusive to the event um, uh yeah golden is i think exclusive it's only golden if you event. log in yeah no oh, okay yeah and then you that. can craft the normal one anytime uh, for 1600 dust. Although if you log in in the event and get a golden one, why would you craft the regular one? But if you do miss the event, you can craft it. 
Okay, cool. There was a lot to digest from this, so I read right over that BS. I was like, I get it for free, cool. I don't need to know the details. <laughs> uh, but there were actually some details that I did catch. Uh, by the way, it's called Snip Snap. Did I say that? <laughs> I don't think I said yes. the card's name. Anyways, um, SnipSnap is going to be considered as part of the Boomsday Project, and it's going to rotate with the Boomsday Project. Uh, they do want us all to understand, though, that SnipSnap is not going to drop from Boomsday Project card packs. The only way to get SnipSnap is by logging in, getting your golden, or by crafting that non-golden version uh, yourself. So just log in. Get a free golden legendary. Also a good golden legendary. <laughs> Yeah, really good. It's like super Harvest Golem. One that also creates an OTK on turn five in Priest. (laughs) Have you guys seen this yet? I have not seen that. Tell me about it, Jocelyn. So, uh, and I can't find the exact cards right now, but I'm sure chat room will tell me. Uh, But basically, you have the the little 4-4 squirrel guy with stealth that you play on turn four. So you have a mech ready that can attack. Then you play the, the Priest minion that gives you uh, the three mana uh, discount on your death rattle cards or your death rattle minions. So then this is free. You can magnetic magnetic it to the squirrel dude and then it has echo. So you can just play it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You can buff your copper tail imposter. Copper tail imposter. Thank you. Yeah. So you can infinitely buff him, and obviously, Ooh. if there is a taunt in the way, that's a problem. But you can just sit there and magnetic to your heart's content until you have a minion large enough to kill your opponent. Well, that's silly. <laughs> okay. Reckless experimenter. Uh, so technically, I think it says your minions die at the end of the turn or whatever, but it doesn't matter because yeah, your, your opponent, opponent dies before the yeah, end. Yeah, your turn. opponent is dead. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Did they not think about this one? <laughs> I don't know. And also another thing, apparently, is I mean, that the is. dies at the end of the turn from the Reckless Experimenter doesn't actually go off because they don't count as minions in the play field, which means that you could, like, even if there was a taunt in the way or something, then mm. you could still have this absolutely massive minion that's not going to die because they lose that when it's magnetic. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, because it's actually the Coppertail Imposter will, will be what exactly. the minion will be. It won't be a snip snap. It's not a snip snap thing. It's not the imposter minion itself didn't get buffed or uh, discounted by the experimenter. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you could just also, if they have a taunt in the way, you could just be like, well, screw it. I'm just going to make a giant thing, hit your taunt, and say go. Yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, like you can also run silence. <laughs> it's zero mana. <laughs> oh, you have a taunt in the way? No, no you don't. <laughs> zero mana silence. You can always yeah. get through. Yeah. So I don't know if this was on purpose, maybe because like, I mean, we talked about the priest cards that got buffed and they weren't necessarily all that interesting or... That. I'm just going to play draw a lot and kill you's priests. Yeah, exactly. This, this I mean, hey, you know maybe would... it was on purpose. Maybe this, maybe this OTK priest is a thing that they want to see happen. I don't know, but I mean... The historically, internet found this combo in literally 10 minutes. <laughs> historically, they don't like stuff like that. Mm. Not as early as turn five, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Coppertail Imposter, I, uh, I haven't thought of you for a long time, but I, I worry about your future. <laughs> we don't have any ways to kill it anymore, do we? Like, you used to be able to do stuff like um, the five mana three, three that hurled a random bomb 
that did four damage. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's funny enough. They have the mage spell that dealt four damage to a random minion and could hit stealth things. Like, how do you kill a four? I've been actually, I've been thinking about the, it's the, I forget that card, but I've been thinking about it lately because I keep taking the, the treasure in the heist that gives my, gives passive stealth constantly permanently to everything. And that's yeah, the only yeah, yeah. thing that's killing my minions and I get angry at it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. We don't really have, especially this, this early on, you know, turn five. Like, what do you, what do you do? Oh, Hunter can deadly shot it. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> that's it. So Hunter, yeah. So Hunter deck. is going to be even oh, more man. more reasons yeah. to play Hunter. Actually, this is it. <laughs> we could have. You might as well just concede because you're not going to get your combo off. This whole episode could have been this one minute where we realize that Hunter will just be the best class to play after everything happens. Yeah. There we go. Figured you know, the whole conversation about the last thing seems silly now when they've added this. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the warrior cards getting buffed? <laughs> Priests can kill you in turn five. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it's it's good, y'all. I would have met. I don't mind when things like this happen as long as they're addressed in a timely fashion. Sure. This card is good whether it can OTK you on turn five or not, by the way. This yes. Good. Yes. Absolutely. Also, is there like a way priests can guarantee they even find this card? I don't think so. No, but you can draw well, a lot. It's not, yeah, you can draw a lot as a priest, and it, it's not that big of an ask, right? It's it's yeah. free. Like it's pyro, three cards on turn five. So yeah, pyro cleric circle and all that stuff, and just yeah. draw like six cards. It's yeah. like I'm just gonna find it. Yep. If you need. And if it doesn't happen on exactly turn five, like turn six, seven, eight, nine, those are all still fine. It's still good. Yeah. <laughs> it's still good. Hey, I'm also, you know, you need your clarity to live a little longer. You know what helps with that? Extra arms. Extra mm, arms. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, that's good. That's we good. should also mention, uh, just because these are all changes to cards, uh, you will get your dust refunds if you... Um, if you dust, like if you disenchant your um, nerfed cards, you get your dust refunds, but they're not giving dust refunds for buffs because that's dumb. That would be really <laughs> silly. And I, and I was very surprised to see people in Reddit even yeah. assuming that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, dust refunds if you get rid of disenchant your nerfed cards, but nothing for disenchanting buffed cards. Yeah, actually, what's going to happen is we're all going to log in and the innkeeper is going to give us our tab. We're going to owe Hearthstone some dust with these buffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, give, give me the card, give me the dust. So, there you go. Um, so we talked about the legendary. Also, in this announcement, uh, they previewed the next arena season and what what uh, card collections it's going to pull from. So it's going to consist of Classic, Basic, GVG, uh, TGT. I, mean, I should read these things out for people who are newer. Goblins versus Gnomes, The Grand Tournament, Karazhan, The Boomsday Project, and Rise of Shadows. That's one night in Karazhan, Garrett. Yeah. Did they not put that in there, though, either? I was copy and paste it from, from, their, uh, from their, their PR They just blast. called it Karazhan? Oh, please, yeah. come on. It's one yeah. night in Karazhan. <laughs> is a gotta know it's a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta know. You have to, you have to. But yeah, so that's what's going to happen for the next season of Arena. Uh, it's coming in with Rise of Mech update on June third. So prepare for that, Arena heads. And then also kicking off the Rise of Mech will be the Mech Invitational uh, <laughs> on June third and fourth. Uh, going to be an Invitational. Going to see some players throw down with these uh, these buff cards. 
we're gonna see like the exact same group of streamers play against each other and get paid to go to Anaheim. No, oh, you're yep. a little, a little salty yeah, there, Dills. I'll pass. <laughs> I've, I've watched so many of these events with the exact same group of people, and I'm just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I uh, I haven't because I didn't want to spoil the single player for myself. So the most recent one, I was like, why? Why are they doing this? I don't want to see this. I want to see it for myself. Yeah, I watched it for like ten minutes and then was like, this is not fun to watch. <laughs> But like, you know, I'll, I'll wait for the Grandmasters thing. Yep. That, that'll be the Hearthstone. I watched that dev video, though, and it got me hyped, and the hype was real because I like Dalaran Heist. So, Good job. Good job. Are so, we done? We're Are pretty we, much done. Yeah, we're at the end. We did it in under two hours, unless this outro takes really long. So I'm going to keep talking. So we get hit that one, that nice two-hour mark where people download, and they're like, I'm ready to start my work day. No. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling my internet. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah. the cord right out of the wall. <laughs> you and I have to spoil uh, Game of Thrones later, too. And I have I to know. eat somewhere. I have to find time for food. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, before we leave, we want to thank those of you supporting us over at patreon.com slash TAC because this show goes out for free. You don't have to pay for it. But if you'd like to throw a dollar, five dollars, whatever works for you, you know, even more, dare, dare I ask for, uh, our way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TAC. It's an opt-in way to subscribe to and support the Angry Chicken uh, this week, we want to thank some of our newer patrons. So thank you to Sean, no last name given, Lee C, and Anthony P. Thank you for the support. And head on over to patreon.com slash TAC where you get all kinds of perks like if you hook your Discord up to your Patreon account, you automatically get added to the Angry Chicken patron Discord where you get to see things like strategy decks ahead of time. You get early access, in this case, extremely early access to sign up for our tournaments. Uh, the Taco, you know, we, we do that in there as well. It opens up for everyone eventually, but you can get in there locked in nice and early. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash TAC. Uh, also, huge thanks to our producers, Declan H, Sean C, and Cheesy Bob. Thank you for the very generous support. The whole back catalog of episodes is over at amove.tv or on youtube.com slash amove.tv. And follow the show on Twitter at TAC Podcast. You can also catch us live Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash amove.tv. Dills, you're doing all sorts of other stuff around the web, but I also saw some magic stuff from you get posted recently. Where can everybody find that? Uh, so twitch.tv slash willydills is where you can find my stream and at willydills on Twitter. And then, yes, I, uh, on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash willydills, you can see now a new... We're still ironing out the kinks, but we put up episode zero of it. We're going to be doing uh, Magic the Gathering Arena specific, so just for the online client arena. Uh, deck techs. So me and Lane, who I do the 1-900 Wrestling Podcast with, will pick a different deck... Uh, every single time we do it, we, we're also figuring out if it's going to be weekly or bi-weekly. We don't want to run out of decks. Uh, and then, hi, Iggy. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to just kind of like discuss them, why the cards, what cards are in there, why they're there, and then play through some games and show everybody. So we'll try to make it beginner-friendly as well as something that might be interesting for seasoned Magic players. So try to toe that line a little bit. But yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Man, everyone should go check that out. Jocelyn, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. And uh, actually, you guys should probably follow the Twitch channel if you have any interest in WoW Classic because I got into the beta. So I'm going to be streaming tomorrow trying to pick my class. I'm excited as someone who never played until after Kata happened. Mm. Classic is pretty cool. You're excited to wait till level 40 to get your mount. And yeah, man. be able to fly. And 
The honestly, so the so I wish that they never introduced flying to Warcraft, but. Yeah. Um, I'm actually just really excited because a lot of people who did play vanilla talk about it as in like the leveling was the game experience as opposed to end game being the game experience. So I'm looking forward to finding out what that actually feels like because so much of my wow play has been just racing to end game so I can play with my friends and raid and whatever. So I'm looking forward to never got to level cap until burning crusade. Like, yeah, like I'm excited for that experience. Well, I got to level 42 at playing classic yeah. for like a year and a half. That's as far I as I made it. I just kept rolling new characters. Like I yeah. would just be like, I'd be like 45 with my warlock and be like, I would like to be a mage now. <laughs> <laughs> There's it, it. It's it, it's it's a mix for sure because it, it's sim. It's definitely similar to the while we play now, but uh, it's so slow and old school and methodical, which some people see as a bad thing. Uh, I see it just as a different type of game, and I really like it. And I I played the crap out of the demo after BlizzCon. I am not in the beta, so I'm jealous of you. And <laughs> I uh, haven't even tried to get in the beta because I'm just kind of I'm I'm like I think I just want to wait till it actually comes out. Yeah, and, and we're not we don't have to wait that long. I mean, it's coming out in August no, pretty soon. Yeah, you know? yeah, end of August. Yeah. So and well, really, I just I I don't want to get in there too much because I feel like I'm not going to be the greatest classic tester since I didn't play vanilla. So I don't really know <laughs> what if like if it's the same or if it's different or whatever and things that i think are bugs like there's a whole forum post about bugs that aren't actually bugs and are just how the game works <laughs> what you do <laughs> is uh, right? stream it like, don't worry is, your chat room will let you know what is this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so yeah i'm i'm mostly just looking forward to being in the beta so i can choose my class because when it does launch on august 27th i want to hit the ground running so i'm going to be playing horde on a pvp server and i'm freaking stoked you should be uh, well, well your horde, so you can't be. I was going to be. You should be a ret paladin, so you can hate your life. Mm. <laughs> they had the no, worst leveling just, experience. You should be an undead rogue. Mm. I'm thinking Torin warrior. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, prop was yeah, insane back in the day. <laughs> yeah, prop was prop was bonkers, and I think arms was okay. And I'm pretty sure fury was like trash, if I remember. Yeah, but, fury was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I who knows? Like I, I do remember there was a period of time where prop warrior and PvP was so annoying. Well, especially because <laughs> we didn't want to be annoying. <laughs> we didn't have that many battlegrounds, so like trying to kill prop warriors carrying the flag on freaking Morsong was just. Well, I was just trying to kill them at like raid entrances. <laughs> <laughs> oh gotcha that's what you're down on a pvp server yeah, like gotcha fair yeah yeah fair. Server, yep. yeah just one oh. prop warrior just sitting there let's oh, get guys, him and guys i just kill oh, like 20 of you i just kind of want to go play original wow right now which i can't so good uh, cool more hours for me anyways folks i'm garrett art on twitter you can see me crying about not having uh classic beta access uh at garrett art that's what you can see over there you can find jocelyn and i uh spoiling uh game of thrones uh, in the final episode of Embrace the Spoilers ever. Uh, it's on the Embrace the Spoilers feed and also the R2-T2 feed because I only have time for so many shows. Uh, but we're going to record that later tonight. should be up on the feed tomorrow. Everything else is at amove.tv. Check out nomoonart.com. If you need some graphic design work, that's my graphic design portfolio. And there's a contact form right on the website. So go check it out. That'll do it for this week. Until next time, job's done. Job's done. Job's done. Yeah!
job's done. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. Okay. <laughs>